All right, hey guys, we're back. Uh, it's Wes here. Just wanted to uh, give you guys a little update before we head into the episode. This is a really good one. It's uh, the last live recording that we did during the quarantine, and uh, it's got our buddy Jacob on it. He's a really good scooterer, or scoot kid, scoot, sco scoot, scoot, <laughs> that rides down to the skate park, and... Uh, we have a great conversation with him about taking slams and uh, recovering from that stuff, skate park culture. So if you're interested in skateboarding, scootering, extreme sports in general, or uh, just if you've ever been curious how we, we take a fall and then continue to just get up and keep trying, try again. If you've ever been curious what that's like for the, the people who, who strive to do that type of thing with their life, then we have a great conversation about it. And then if you stick around past the, the second half of the episode, we talk to a real-life Canadian, calls into the show, and uh, we, we get his opinion on American politics, the weed situation, the Trump situation, and uh, everything that's going on with the quarantine and the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, this was recorded on 420, so <laughs> I get a little bit high, Austin gets a little bit drunk, uh, our Canadian call-in is obviously uh, a partaking as well on 420 we get down and uh we have a good time so i hope you guys enjoy that i hope you guys uh enjoy oh, oh oh yeah also the the dads are in the live chat so austin's dad and my dad and uh <laughs> it's been uh interesting having them listening to the to the live streams but um also just a, a quick heads up that the audio drops in and out from like actual clean recording to live stream recording quality uh, at about the halfway mark, a little bit after that. So my audio and uh, Austin's audio in certain places are going to switch back and forth between decent and great quality. So you'll, you'll get a little bit of uh, what the podcast normally sounds like because we were trying to do a re new recording method and you'll also get a bit of that. Uh, coronavirus quality that you've gotten used to. So, uh, you guys know what to do. Hit me up. Hit Austin up. Let us know what you think about the episode. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy. Peace. It was such a mental battle and preparation, like, leading up to, like, actually trying it, just, like, in general. And, like, once I did, I was like, all right, this is the day it's happening. I just jumped it for the first time since I actually, like, smacked my dome. And I think probably, like, 20 minutes later, I actually did it. So it, it, is, is that it up there? Is, is this it? I, I don't know, man. We're just going to have to find out. Whoa. Holy shit, dude. I'm a jackass. <laughs> and then I go. Once they took the staples out of my head. And then hitting a thorn bush with my face. What'd your mom say? And it's like, oh, there is a one true god of scooters. Snakes. I'm going to be the next Alex Jones. I'll beat up your whole family. I'll beat up your family. Family. We're not going to hurt you. My dick <laughs> is hard right now. Chill with us for a minute. I have a tampon of non-alcoholic bush light in my asshole right now. And my corn cob pipe. Handing in a check with his motherfucking name on it. We've had a state of emergency since the end of March. I just want you to hold me and rock me to sleep. Gotta respect this game. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Blue Skies from the Basement. I am Austin for our live show. And joining me as always is our, my buddy Wes. 
What's up, guys? How's it going? Savage Dad himself. I'm sorry we are starting this live episode so late. Um, having some issues with the with the with the kids and stuff like that. You know, people out there that have kids and stuff. You guys, you guys understand. You know what it's like to to have to deal with that. So, do you? I I know your kid's not old enough yet, but. Have you ever had a moment when you're like arguing with somebody and you're trying to get a point across and you you know you're like so right, but the minute like you go to say the thing that you feel is the most correct, you realize that you're wrong as you're saying it? Um, eh. it would, uh, explain a little bit more. So I just had a moment with Avi, who for for the listeners is a four year old. <laughs> so I, already I'm having an argument with a four year old. Because they won't go to sleep. It's, you know, it's we're starting at like 11, and they're still just up, giggling in bed, being super loud, not listening to anything. We've turned the show off, taken their tablets away. So we've got the door cracked and the bathroom light on, and I cracked the door, like, even more. And uh, Avi starts freaking out, and she's like, it's too dark, it's too dark. And I'm like, it's not dark. The bathroom light's on. Mommy and Daddy are right here. The TV light's on in the living room. Like, it's fine. And she's like, I want the balloon on. So on their wall, we have, like, a balloon nightlight. Yeah. That we got from Ikea, which, you know, my feelings on Ikea will skip past all that. Um, so we've got this balloon light. And I was under the impression that the light bulb was out and has been out for months. So yeah. I, as I'm yelling at Avi, I'm like, the balloon light. And I flip the switch as I'm saying that. <laughs> and it turns on and the light's totally not burnt out. So I'm in the middle of about to yell at her, like, no, the nightlight doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and then I flip it on, <laughs> and it turns on. And I'm like, oh, I'm a jackass. <laughs> and then I go, never mind, Davey, and walk away. <laughs> so they got their nightlight, and they're, they're behaving now. Crystal had to separate them into their, their separate bunk beds so that they would behave. We got a, a magic school bus playing. Nice, nice. Also, uh, what's up, Jacob? I see you entered the chat. What up, Jacob? That's uh, Scooter Boy from down in uh, Sycamore. Oh, no shit. Oh, what's up, Jacob? Yeah. I thought it was Nava. I guess you would have said Nava. So, but no, Jacob, dude, what's up, dude? I miss you so much, man. I know, it's been forever since we've seen him. It's been so long, dude. I'm sure he's still out there fucking shredding on the Scoot Scoot. I bet he is. I mean, I see his Instagram <laughs> stuff all the time. One of my favorite scooters. Yes, for sure, dude. For sure. One thing I'll never forget, though, is hearing about his slam. And I'm so upset that I wasn't there for it. Like, which is kind of a bad thing to say where I'm like, I wish I was there to see, like, one of my friends, like, slam. But it was also like, I don't know. People can describe it, but you just, you don't really know, like, unless you're there. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was gnarly. I, I, I heard the the slam, but didn't actually see it happen. I just saw him on the ground. But, so getting to see like the video leading up to that moment was was it was one of the more gnarly slams that's happened down at Sycamore. Oh yeah, do we have we did have another kid. I think his name was like John or something like that, who like wasn't that good of a skater, but he ended up like cracking his head on the rail or something like that on the flat rail. Yeah, yeah. Back when I think uh, Jacob wants to tell his story. So we'll we'll let him hop in real quick. What's up, Jacob? Am I here? Yeah. You're here. Yes, dude. What's going on? Not much. How are you, man? 
hanging in there. I mean, you know, he's got to find a little stuff to keep to keep going every day. Yeah, what are you doing? It sounds like you're farting a whole bunch. You taking a big old shit, man? <laughs> I mean, dude, I did a moon ago. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what was what was that slam like for you, dude? So, I was even like before I like when I saw you guys were going live tonight. I'm like, I even like messaged. I'm pretty. I don't know who it was like that runs like the Instagram account. I feel bad for not knowing that. <laughs> it's me. Okay, that's what I thought. I was just like, if I do call one, they might ask me about that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was definitely like. I mean, it's definitely kind of a blur, but, like, at the time, I was, like, mentally in a very bad spot and, like, leading up to it, and I just, like, was not caring what I was trying. And, like, a week before I, like, actually fell, I, like, landed that gap from the uh, the mini ramp over the deck into the the other quarter, which is, like, for me, it's a little bit weird because it's an opposite, like, air. And, uh... I was just like, okay, sick, I've done it. And I'm like, cool, like, I don't know, I mean, maybe in the future I could do something better over it. And then the next weekend I went back there and it was actually, I was actually there with Nava's sister and I can't remember, it was, I think it may have been her boyfriend at the time. And I was just like, hey, I want to try to bar spin this. Like, can you film it for me? He was like, yeah, sure, like, go ahead. And like, the third try is when it actually happened. But the first two, I like, I threw the bar spin and took my foot off and I was just like, dude, why didn't I just keep my foot on? I'm like, just put your foot back on. So I was like, all right, right here, I'm going to land it. Like pretty much like everybody says when they get super close to something. And, uh, I just like that try. I just like, for some reason felt like something wasn't right in the air. And I was like, the last thing I remember was just like, where's my scooter. And then I, the next thing I remember was I woke up like, Everything was still kind of blurry in the back of the ambulance. And I was just like, what happened? And I just, like, looked down on my hands, and they were just, like, had blood all over them. And then the next thing I remembered, I was, like, in the hospital, and, like, my mom and my sisters were there, and they were just like, yeah, you knocked yourself out. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, super confused. Dude, it was insane. Like, I know... I know Wes had, like, just gotten there, but I know he said he, like, didn't actually see the slam. No, I, I just, uh, we were trying to calm you down after the after you kind of came back, too. But even when you came back, too, until the ambulance got there, you really weren't clear-headed yet. Like, we had to keep reminding you. Like, uh, there was blood on the ground, and we were trying to hide it from you when you kind of, like, were able to talk to us. Yeah. But we'd get you talking to us for, like, 30, 45 seconds, and then you'd see the blood again, and then you'd go, what's that? Is that mine? And we'd have to calm you back down, like, every 30 seconds. <laughs> Dude. Dude, that was, like, once I was actually, like, better, I, that was, like, the first thing I asked Sierra was just, like, I just have to ask, was there blood on the ground? She was, like, there was a little bit, and I'm, like, was it cleaned up? And they're like, yeah, we tried to do it the best we could. I'm like, all right, good. That would have been, that makes me feel a little bit better that kids aren't like scarred. Somebody like almost died here. That's like as soon as you come into the park too. So it's like, yeah, that's like what I felt really bad about. It's of course like, especially parents are going to see like, yeah, this isn't safe to be here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily safe to, to 
do extreme sports, you know, we got to take precautions and stuff. I mean, that's why you're supposed to wear a helmet and everything else, which I know that none of us actually do, <laughs> but that is the risk. <laughs> right. That is the risk that you're taking when you decide to, to do that. You know, you know that like you could knock yourself out and knock your head enough that you're bleeding and shit like that. But so not you or Jacob, you didn't, uh, you don't remember talking to them after you fell. You just remember the back of the ambulance and then once you got into the hospital yeah like so from like the time i fell until i got into the ambulance i don't remember a single thing like it's literally just like i was asleep like i don't remember i know i had a seizure that's like one thing i was told so which is like super crazy to think i actually like had a seizure for the first time in my life from that fall so follow-up question, would you ever try it again? Um, I actually landed it a few oh, months back. Yes! <laughs> yes, that's actually, I mean, that's awesome. I, you know, I, did you? <laughs> you posted a clip of that on Instagram, correct? It was, uh, it was actually a video on my YouTube I posted. I knew I'd seen that somewhere where it was like, oh shit, Jacob finally landed that trick. <laughs> do you yeah, have I... the, do you have the video of the fall? Oh yeah, I like keep that always like oh my god where where can where can like do you just have it on your phone did you post it anywhere or it's on my instagram i think i posted like a week after i fell like saying like oh yeah like i fell like if you guys didn't know like i'm fine now though it's okay i want to see i gotta i gotta see it dude i don't know if i can find it but dude it's wild like surprisingly like half the pickerington locals have never seen it still like and it's been like a little over two years since it happened oh man it's been two years oh i'm gonna have to go like far <laughs> back yeah man. so like going back to like when i like went to actually land it it was like so like for a while i just like kind of like chilled with like the bigger stuff but then like I always, I was like in the middle of filming like an actual like <gasps> edit from the park with everybody, and I was just like, dude, I gotta. I was like, dude, I want to land this. This has been in my head for ever since I fell. Like, I just gotta land it to like get all that like bad like just energy out of my head and like just to do it. And like I said, I've like thought about it ever since I like I had ever like fallen and like I was like finally one day I'd like gotten like three clips that day and I'm like. All right, I have my helmet in my car. I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna do it. And like, I think Malik may have been the one to film it, but I can't remember who exactly did. But I like it was such a mental battle and preparation, like leading up to like actually trying it, just like in general. And like once I did, I was like, all right, this is the day it's happening. I just jumped it for the first time since I actually like smacked my dome. And I think probably like 20 minutes later, I actually did it. So so. I, I'm actually looking at the video. I found it. Um, and what really happened, what fucked you up, was you landed on your scooter. Yeah. Like, like when you landed, you landed on your scooter, and that's what made you, like, slip out and, like, slam backwards. If, if you would have uh, just... one of the rare scooter banana peels I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. If you if you wouldn't have landed on your scooter and you and like your feet would have just hit the ramp, like it probably wouldn't have been as bad and you probably would have been able to like walk away from it. But landing on the scooter was what, yeah, dude, that is fucking gnarly, dude. Looking at this shit, like I and it 
And you like the Instagram just keeps replaying it, and like my mind is just so blown, dude. Cause I'm like, yeah. you can tell it. It ends right after your head hits, but you can tell that you are knocked the fuck out, dude. Like, <laughs> that was the funny thing is like, once I actually saw the clip for the first time, and like once I was like actually like conscious enough, I was like, I like texted Caleb back immediately. I'm like, damn, you should have kept filming the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, that... it got dark, though. Like, once you kind of started coming to, there was a moment where you were seasoned a little bit, and it was like, we were all freaked out. It, probably best not to have that on film. <laughs> yeah, True. I just, it's just kind of a reminder to, me, a reminder to me now. So, I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, I got over that, like, hump in my life, and, like, I'm here, like, better than ever. But that, I feel like that's, like, a true, you know, like, that's just a true skate rat or scoot rat, you know, scoot where you're rat. like, where you're like, I just, I, I fell and somebody was filming it and I'm mad that you didn't continue filming afterwards. Like, yeah. Like, cause uh, all the, all the, like, you you guys remember scarred, of course. Of oh course. yeah. 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 So all those videos, they continued to record after the person like <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking bails or like the dude cuts his nuts open on the end of the rail and shit like ah. that. Dude, don't remind that one. Yeah. So I feel like that that just shows kind of your dedication to it too. That you were even like, oh, you should have kept filming just so I can like see a part where I'm like not all the way there. You know, I I wanted to see that. Like that's that's a true true scoot skate rollerblade BMX rat right there. Like anybody that's in extreme <laughs> sports and you're like, oh, I fucking you should have kept filming. That's how you know that, like, <laughs> you are dedicated to this shit. When you even, you want to see the bad shit, you know? You want to see your fails, and then it's probably, like, you landing that trick probably just made you feel a million times better than if you would have just, like, regularly bailed that day, and then you would have landed the trick. You would have been like, oh, yeah, cool, you know, I landed it. But now that you're like, I fucking knocked myself out, tore my head open, went to the fucking hospital, went back later on, and I finally landed the trick. Like, the gratification that you feel from landing that trick is just so much more now because you went through so much. That's why people are, especially people who skate or scoot or do any of that extreme sports stuff, It's that's why we'll watch a 20-minute YouTube video of Aaron Jaws Hamoki just eating shit over and over again down a yeah. giant stair set. Down and then 22 finally stairs. Watch him, Right, right, right. And to finally watch him at the end of it, like, we get that uh, that adrenaline hit of being like, yeah, he finally got it. It almost feels like you're there. Like, you want to clap the tail of your board on the concrete for him. Like, Dude, yeah, for sure. That's like, oh, I don't want my bed to fart in front of you guys. Um, so, <laughs> and, like, even, like, yeah, like, I have the clip and, like, I have the memory, too, but, like, I even, like, once they took the staples out of my head, like, I asked them if I could just, like, keep them. So, like, I keep them in my room in, like, a little, like, plastic, like, medicine jar to kind of remind myself, like, dude, you did this. You got over it. Like, look where you are now. You're still, like, you're still here. You're still beating. You're still scooting. All this stuff. Dude, you're so badass. <laughs> that is so fucking <laughs> badass, dude. Like, that's some hardcore shit right there. But again, you're 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 willing to look through like your hardships and be like, okay, I, like I went through this really low point, you know, where I I I fucked myself up, but now look where I'm at and look how much stronger I am because of it. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah, exactly. Which I don't know, like exactly like how many people are listening right now, but I mean, definitely like I try to be as positive as I can. Like, definitely try to put that in your guys' mindset if you're like in a low spot and you're just like trying to figure out what's what to do. You just gotta find those little things that keeps you going. Yeah, for sure, dude. And and anything in your life, regardless of whether it's, you know, like bailing on your scooter or skateboard or even just in life in general, you know, like you lose your job or something like that. Like trying when you when you go through a hardship like that and then you're just like, all right, well, I'm going to get myself out of this. Once you get yourself out of it and you look back on those times, you're going to be like, OK, like I I can actually fucking do this. Like, look at how how far I've come and how strong I am. And it's going to be a constant reminder to you of how strong you are. I love how I I love how nice you are, Jacob. You were like, I don't know how many listeners you guys have. It's cute that you think we have listeners. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, dude, you got to support the homies no matter what. I appreciate it, man. Jacob, I just Jacob. feel bad because, like, I haven't listened to as many podcasts as I would have liked of you guys, and it just sucks because, like, you guys are, like, one of the only local ones around. So I just feel bad that, like, I'm kind of slacking, but just before all this stuff started happening, just, like, life has just kept me busy, and I haven't found a good time to do so. But, I mean, I'm definitely hyped, like, regardless that I'm at least supporting a little bit. Just, like knowing you guys are a thing and listening when I can. So, you know. And you know what? That's all we can ask for, really. Like, we don't expect everybody to listen to every single episode, you know. And, like, we know that, you know, you you got our back in the first place. And you're a friend of ours just in general. And, like, that goes out to all of our friends and shit, too. Like, we're just friends. I mean, it's nice if you support the podcast and you listen to, like, every episode. But, like, if you just listen here and there, I mean, that still counts towards our listening you know, views and shit like that, and it's still support, and we'll take whatever support that we can get, but we also know that, you know, just you being our friend is, like, enough support, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's oh, hard yeah. out here in these streets. It's, it's hard, hard out here. Yeah, but, but it's hard out J- in these bedrooms, you know? <laughs> Jacob, I'm gonna fucking take a shot to you and your fucking slam, and then you going back and fucking doing the trick. And I'll take a drink for that, too. Fuck yeah, dude. Take a drink Cheers, for boys. your shot for... What y'all drinking? I'm drinking Crown Vanilla. Oh, I'm taking. I'm shots a trash at- person, and I'm drinking Steel Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking uh, probably the best. Well, in my opinion, everybody has their own opinion. The best cheap beer, in my opinion. Good old uh, Bush. <laughs> Have you tried the the non-alcoholic Bush Light? I have not, no. It, I mean, it tastes like fucking bush light. It just doesn't get you drunk. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I mean, like, I understand, like, people like the taste of beer, but, like, to not get, like, a feeling off it, like, like, yeah, I have, like, a couple beers, like, a few times a week, but it's just, like, I don't know. It's just strange to me. It's just, like. I don't know. It's hard to describe for sure. Especially like craft beers that's like non-alcoholic. That just doesn't make any sense to me at all. It's sacrilege. It's total sacrilege. (laughs) (laughs) You're betraying the beer. (laughs) So speaking of slams, Wes, what was your worst slam? Uh, Dude, he's got to have a good one. Oh, I'm sure. 
I've never really slammed serious. I've had a few scares. Like I've I've smacked my head pretty good a few times. Uh, one of my pupils is actually smaller than the other one because I've had a, a pretty <laughs> nasty concussion before. God. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Um, I fell down the hill uh, to the entrance to the Worthington skate park. Uh, like kind of by the 270 ramps up here in Worthington, and that hill's like pretty steep. I just did a, pa- a patch of gravel and fishtailed backwards. And oh. fell backwards down the hill. But uh, I just had some bad road rash and a mild concussion, so nothing serious. Um, Did you go, but, like, all the way down that hill, like, towards, like, the back half of that parking lot? Yeah, yeah, and I, I was used to bombing that hill. Like, I had just gotten to the park, and I was like, I'm going to bomb this hill and then go skate like I always do. And uh, I had I had just dropped the kids off at uh, school with Crystal, and uh, I had to work that day. So I was like, well, I'm up. I'm going to go skate. It's, like, 9 in the morning. There's nobody there at the skate park. And just immediately fell. And then my, my dad and stepmom were, like, going on a trip at the time. And I w- I'm on their insurance, or was at least. And I had to call them and be like, hey, so uh, I just showed up at the skate park and ate shit. I need the insurance information. <laughs> to oh, like, driving yeah. on the way to vacation. Bro, um, I've bombed that hill so many times. And, like, that is, there is, like, gravel just, like, random throughout that whole, like, fucking... That whole hill, like, there's just random little gravel patches or whatever, and that, that was my biggest fear. It's like when you get to the bottom, you're just, like, you're sh- it, like, shoots you out, whatever, but, like, the whole way going down is my biggest fear. I always wait until after I'm done skating to bomb the hill for that exact reason. <laughs> yeah, just in case, make sure you get a good session in first. <laughs> right. What about you, dude? What's your worst slam? It would definitely have to be, I think... The one that I had at uh, Skate Naked, for sure. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I went from, like, six feet in the air to, like, straight on my side on the concrete. And mm. I I didn't knock myself out, surprisingly. Um, but what I do remember was being in so much pain that I couldn't even make a noise. And I couldn't move. Like, I literally just laid there in silence and just, like was just breathing but was in so much excruciating pain like normally people like scream you know or like make noise or something like that i just lay there in silence dude and like (laughs) oh my god so so you know at skate naked like when you go into the big street section all the way to the back right there's like that bank to ledge yeah so I had hopped up onto the, the bank to, I got hopped up onto the ledge and went to go hop off of the ledge, but I don't honestly remember what happened. All I remember was like laying on the ground, but I, like, I went to go pop off the ledge and something happened and my board didn't come with me. And I went, I don't know, Wes, can you, cause I don't remember exactly where I slammed at. But I do remember being, like, away from the fucking, uh, the, like, ramp, you know? Like, you know I those, do... You, you know those videos where, like, uh, a parent and a kid will run at each other with uh, those, like, workout balls, and then the kid will just go, like, flying? Yeah. That's what happened to you. Like, you got up to the top of it and then just, like, bounced off of it to the bottom somehow. <laughs> like... Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> I, it, it seemed like a video game glitch, almost. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me I, sorry go ahead so you're telling me i missed the whole ramp and just went to the concrete 
I, I don't clearly remember what happened. I just remember being like, that did not just happen. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, that's, I remember, like, we need Alan here. Because Alan was there, I'm pretty sure. And I'm sure that he would remember it, too. But, man, I, yeah, that... I like and my hip hurts so cuz I'm a skinny person in the first place so like my hip bones kind of like stick out and I just remember my like left side hip bone hurt so fucking bad and I like limped back to the fucking picnic table Yeah that was mm. that was that was definitely my worst slam even even the the um going down the wagon down that hill by the tennis courts at Sycamore and then hitting a thorn bush with my face, um, no, the slamming on my side definitely tops that all day. Cause that that shit, I'm surprised I didn't knock myself out, and I'm surprised that my I didn't break anything, too. Yeah, dude, you're all bone. I'm surprised you didn't crack your hip. <laughs> uh, my dad's in the chat, and he's saying his uh his worst fall. If you guys have ever hit Westerville, there's a uh, one of the main ramps there is just like this big bank that's uh, kind of like up on the raised platform where the bowl is. And uh, he used to fly from the backside of the park up kind of where like the hubba and the ledge are and then do a blunt slide around the pocket of that curved bank. And uh, he got tossed one time and cracked his head pretty good. Oh, damn. 14 so now- stitches. Holy yeah, he's shit. saying 14 stitches and now he wears that stupid helmet. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yeah. And yeah, he's even he... pulling up ones that I don't remember from when I when I fall. And he, uh, there was a skate park in uh, Boulder, Colorado, where there was probably like a six, seven, maybe eight foot bowl, and I was rolling into it and trying to do like a foot plan over the spine, and just hung up on the roll in and landed flat onto my arm and ribs. Oh, oh dude, you <laughs> knocked oh. or knocked the window yourself? Uh, I don't I don't think so, but it was weird breathing breathing for a minute. I probably thought I did. <laughs> And Wes, you've gotten in in a in one single contest at Westerville, right? I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, you got worst slam and best trick. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> and if that doesn't fucking say something about you and what you can do, then I don't know what does. Cause <laughs> <laughs> that is you to a to to a point. Yeah, you had yeah. to get your ribs taped. Oh god. Yeah, for the for the roll in, we went straight to the the like urgent care or emergency room after that. And in Colorado, you know, like we're on a vacation <laughs> <Yeah>. trip. And, uh, <laughs> we came back home to my mom with my ribs taped. <laughs> oh my god, what'd your mom say? Uh, my mom never really liked to watch me skate, but she I think she, at that point like she'd gotten used to me falling, and she she knew that I took it seriously enough that like stuff like that was going to happen, but she was always kind of the overprotective mom anyway, so she wasn't happy about it. I'm sure she gave my dad some shit. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hear about it, though. (laughs) Oh, jeez. She's like, well, I'm just glad you're okay, and then when they get behind closed doors, she's like, see, this is why I don't want him to fucking skate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Jesus. How long have you been skating for, Wes? 14 Uh, years? Longer than that, man. I started when I was seven, so... uh, Oh, yeah. Was that 20 years? Damn. 
Yeah, I mean, it's I've taken breaks in between, and it, it, when I was seven, I, I, you know, wasn't very good. I probably didn't start taking it seriously until I, I met my dad later in life. Um, probably like eleven or twelve years old is when I started to like learn actual tricks. Okay, I speaking of your dad, I do actually. So like when I was younger, I was kept like. If there was ever, like, any, like, skateboarding or, like, skate park articles, like, in the dispatch, I was like, oh, cool, I want to keep that. And, like, I kept the article that were, like, they were talking about you and your dad and that. Like, oh, I yeah. can't where it is. We just talked about that recently. We did, we did. <laughs> Dude, that's sick. That's fucking funny as hell. Yeah, I think that was uh, when we were talking to Ian and Marquez. I don't, uh, that yeah. episode's about to come out uh, tomorrow. Oh, shit, so I just accidentally snuck a peek at an episode. No, you're all good. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. So Coming on this episode of Boost Guys from the Basement. (laughs) So, Jacob, would that be your worst slam was the one that we've talked about? Oh, yeah, hands down, for sure. Hard. I I mean, I figured, but I was just like, I might as well ask. Like, (laughs) There could have been something else, but I figured that that would have been your worst one. The have you only ever, one. Sorry, have go you, ahead. Have you ever broken a bone? From scootering, yeah. I broke my ankle once. Oh, okay. It was actually. Justin Waller was actually. So it's always funny because he always says he's at fault for it because it was. Uh, <laughs> Shout out J Law. Right. I think it was. Uh, I want to say it was 2013. It was like my freshman year of high school, like the very end of the year. And, like, I had just learned how to, like, tail up over the spine. And, like, I was, like, starting to get comfortable with it. And, like, there was one day I, like, wasn't even going to go to the skate park. And I was over at one of my friend's house. And he was like, hey, you want to go to the skate park? My mom would drop us off. I'm like, yeah, sure, let's go ahead. And, like, we went there. And, like, not even five minutes in, Justin was like, hey, do a whip over the spine. Like, all right, cool. I know how to do them now. Like, straight jumped it once. I'm like, and I landed a little flat, and I'm like, oh, that was kind of weird. Fuck it, I'll just do it anyways. Turned around, I did it, and when I tried to whip it, I caught it weird to where my foot was halfway on the deck, and I rolled my ankle, and I broke it. Uh, so, like, the last month of school, I was on crutches. <laughs> dude. Uh, Every man. time I see him now, he's like, dude, I feel so bad that I broke your ankle. <laughs> That's the funniest thing afterwards. I'm like, dude, it's whatever. I'm like, it's another story I get to tell. Man, see, that's something about, like, now that I'm older and I also have kids and I've got, like, responsibilities and shit that I can't I can't go as I mean, I don't skate that much anymore regardless. But, like, even if I do go skate, like, I can't do crazy shit like that because if I roll my ankle or break my ankle – or break my arm or something like that. Like I'm gonna be out of work, and then that means that I like lose money, and I can't fucking do that. You know what I mean? So like, it it sucks. Like that this is this is where it's at now. That I, I can go and skate and just I have to kind of like know my limits, you know, and don't take it too hard because if I do end up hurting myself, then you know that's gonna screw us over a lot. So exactly. dude. Yeah, anytime I go night skate now, because I, I have to wait till the kids are asleep, and obviously I, I work uh, during the day and help Crystal with the kids during the day. So when I when I do go, go skate, it's the, the middle of the night, and uh, I'm always paranoid about, like, cars or falling down hills that I think I can bomb. <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah. 
it's a lot more serious when you've got people relying on you rather than just being like a teenager down at the park all day. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like I'm at that age now where I'm like, I've got enough I have to worry about where I have to be like somewhat careful, but there's always like those times where I'm like, all right, I'm trying this trick, but it's always like you always have that like what could go wrong in the back of your head like once you get to a certain point. That's what stopped me from doing so many things like just in my life in general and especially with skateboarding is like I can't quiet that voice in my head where it's like the worst is going to happen, you know, like – yeah, that's why I I loved Benny's house and I loved drinking was because when you skated at Benny's and you started drinking and everybody's like skating hard and having fun and shit and it just like gets you hyped and then you like build your confidence up and then like you just don't care and you just go for it and it's like fuck it and like I've had some of my greatest time skating at Benny's but and that's kind of why I like drinking and skating because i can kind of quiet that voice in the back of my head and be like just fucking go for it and then most of the time when i fall anyways i'm a little tipsy and so i don't really feel all the pain anyways and so i just fucking walk it off and then go back to skating that was the best part about benny's too is even if you do fall drunk you can't really get that hurt on a two-foot quarter right (laughs) right (laughs) like we're not really going that fast and there's not much that you can do which Makes me mad at myself that I still can't like um, blunt like finger or what what would you what do you call that? Not just a regular blunt, but where you grab the board like and jump back. Cheater in. blunt. Yeah, a, a cheater. Yeah, a cheater blunt. Like if I, it makes me so mad that I just can't do that when I'm like it's fucking two feet, bro. Like grow a fucking pair of balls and just do that shit. If it makes you feel any better, I can't do them. Well, you're also a scooter, so it's a little, <laughs> I don't expect you to, you know, like, but I I mean, I also haven't been skating since I was seven years old either, you know, like, so Wes definitely has a heat. I started skating, that's like how I got into everything. Oh, really? Because like now, yeah, because like now it's like, I see my, like other people do tricks and I'm like, I feel like that should be somewhat easy, but then like, I will see like everybody else, I'm like, okay, well, I mean. I can do scooter tricks. That's cool. <laughs> you know? I, I, I love that, like, scooter scooters in general just kind of get all this hate and shit like that. But anytime, like, and I make scooter jokes. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I make <laughs> I make the scooter jokes. And I also make Dude, the fruit. Scooter riders make scooter jokes. <laughs> I Yeah, and I make the fruit boot <laughs> jokes, too, you know? But they're... Anytime that I make that joke and I'm like actually talking to somebody, I will also bring you up and I'll be like, okay, but there is this one guy that I know that is like <laughs> actually like legit good at like scootering and like he's fucking legit. Like he is better at scootering than I am at skateboarding. Like fucking for sure. Okay. It's like always the funniest thing. Like whenever I go down to the park and there's like always like an OG like Pickerington local there. They're like, you were the one that made scooters cool in Pickerington. Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody else fucking, like, made it whack. I'm like, just kind of like, oh, sweet. Yes, I did something. <laughs> Dude, that Do is you, a huge, uh, huge Sorry, thing. Austin. <laughs> yeah, you're good. That uh, we're I the was OG. just going to ask if uh, he knows Dylan from the Westerville Skate Park. Um, Dylan Kasson uh, with the ginger beard? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he was that scooterer for that park. Like, I think every uh, skate park has that one scooter that it's like, oh, there is a one true god of scooters. Like, he's like, he seriously is like, he was literally like one of the first, like, because he's actually like a super well known pro. He's like one of the first guys that got me into scootering. And like, when I realized he lived in Ohio, I'm like, He's this close to me, and, like, whenever I would see him, like, every, like, six months at, like, Gehanna or Westerville, I'm like, oh, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's Dylan Kazan, oh, my God, oh, my God, be cool, be cool. <laughs> just, like, starstruck about it. How yeah, we're, like, you? super good friends now, though, which is, like, super sick. Like, I never thought I would be friends with, like, one of my idols, but, you know. How you were for him was how I was for the first time that I saw Wes and then actually started to talk to Wes and got to know Wes because, like, I had seen him skate maybe once or twice, but I'm, after the first time of me seeing Wes skate, I was like, oh, my fucking God. I was like, I got to fucking know this dude. I was like, I got to talk to him. Like, he's got to teach me your ways, oh, master. Like, I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> And now it's crazy that, like, this is my best fucking friend. Like, I just get to chill with him all the fucking time, and I do a fucking podcast with him and shit. Like, it blows my mind. Dude, right? I was going to, like, Wes is, of course, like, an OG local, no hand, or, like, hands down. Sorry, I'm a little bit uh, tipsy right now. Um, <laughs> it's all good. But, uh, yeah, he's, like, always just been, like, one of the coolest, chillest dudes. Even, like, when he's, like, stressed like trying to trick or whatever he's just like fuck i'm like all right it's cool man i'll do it like this next try he's always been like super <laughs> fucking cool with everything and he was always like super accepting of me whenever i met him oh thanks guys i I <laughs> never felt that way as far as like i i always felt like the the awkward dude at the skate park but i i appreciate uh it feels good to have kind of that reputation out down at the park it was completely by accident <laughs> dude it's always been like i've I've said this for a few years now, and I randomly said it to this one chick that's like, that's all you need to know, she's a chick, but I was just like, bro, you're not normal if you're not crazy, and that's like always stood true with me, like, in my life. Yeah. So, like, whatever makes you, like, that, like, form of, like, whatever, like, the normal, like, the quote-unquote normal society thinks of you as crazy is, like, that's normal. Cause it's just like you don't want to see like some dude in a suit like telling you what to do like that's like oh he's a fucking kook well he really is because he's like dude you're literally just like in a suit following a routine every single day like from some like big ass dude <laughs> yeah normies are the crazy ones exactly <laughs> so you guys are OGs because you guys are like Wes you're an amazing skater and Jacob you're an amazing scooter and I feel like with me I'm a different kind of OG because I'm not like a crazy skater like I have like I've landed some cool tricks and shit like that like the uh Nolly 360 sex change that was one of my like highlights for sure but, yeah but I gnarly I'm one of the OGs for just being somebody that, like, that also with you guys, that just having a good time. Like, I was always down there to have a good time and just, like, hang out with people. And, like, all three of us are OGs, but for me, it's more of, like, a social OG. Like, people just know who I am, 
and shit. And like for you guys, people know who you are because people have talked about you and been like, oh, you guys have landed these crazy ass tricks and shit like that. But for me, it's like people are like, oh, he was just here. Like he was just around. Like Austin's Austin's just been around, you know, like he's just an OG because he was here when all when Wes was landing Christ airs over the fucking quarter to to bank and he was there when fucking Jacob was doing crazy shit. Dude, that's like yeah, like if you're known in any sense of the word, like if somebody like knows your name and like they can be like, Oh yeah, that's that guy who did like whatever like on a skateboard or just like whatever at the park, like you're considered an OG. Like it's not like even like the the workers, what everybody calls them, like I even call some people that, like just because they are. But like if you like know like the OG workers, like they're OGs too. <laughs> yeah. I think it is cool, like I have been there's been times in the past couple of years where I've gone to the skate park and just been sitting there like chilling and end up talking to some of the younger kids and they're like, Oh, I've heard of you, I know who you are and I was like, How? How the fuck do you know who I am? Like, no, 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 no. You need to tell me who the fuck told you about me because I'm not that fucking famous. But I'm like, if, if I feel like if you guys go down there, you know, to the park and they're like, oh yeah, I've heard of you. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Cause I'm a fucking crazy ass skateboarder or scooter kid, you know, like I've either done a Christ air or I've slammed so hard, you know, that I had to go to the hospital. <laughs> type shit, you know? but I'm, that's like, I just have social status. Yeah. That's just like Ethan. Like he, dude, he's like one of those like super dedicated kids that like knows everything about Pickering and skateboarding. Like, and it's the coolest thing ever. I think, uh, I think it's super cool that it's general. Not sure which Ethan you're talking about. Austin's right. You'll have to clarify. You may have seen him, Jesse hangs at or Jess Wes. He hangs out with like Jesse and all of them. Oh, okay. I know the crew. I've I haven't been down there in so long. But uh, what I was gonna say is that I I when I first started skating at Pickerington, we had like just moved to Pickerington and they had just built that park. And the guy who got it built was a local skater. So there was like a group of OGs for even our our group of kids. Like when I started skating down there, like I said, I was probably like 11, 12, 13 years old. So there was like the 18, 19, 20 year old kids down there that were shredders that I looked up to. And then eventually, like we learned everything we could from them. The park changed layouts a few times and we became like the, the group of uh, local skaters that everybody knew down there and looked up to. Like then there was a new group of kids like Jason would show up at the park and now he's an absolute shredder. And oh I remember him being like Jason, eight years bro. old and showing up, you know, like Jason, I fucking love that kid, dude. Dude, same. He's like, I've always like, even though he's like, I'm pretty sure he's like in college right now. I'm doing like, he's up in like, <laughs> so crazy, dude. Right. And like, I'm still like super cool friends with him. Like every time I talk to him, he's like, yeah, you want to like go to the park or whatever. And it's like, it's always sucks. Cause I'm like always at work or whatever. But it's like he's always been like one of the coolest people that I've like stayed in touch with, like at the like from Pickerington. That's what's up. Yeah, I I've made so many friends from the park, and I mean I could sit here for a good couple like ten minutes and naming all the fucking people that we've met from the park. I mean, including you know so Wes twenty and, minutes. Y- yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wes, and I mean, I mean you two just in general, just right now, you know. So like. 
and it's awesome. Like I, um, I mean, I have like skate or die tattooed on my arm, on my forearm. And like, I, Sycamore was such a fucking difference in my life. Like I'll never forget that fucking park. And even being there for like, like, like Wes, you talking about how there was the OGs before you. And then like you became an OG and then like, like me becoming an OG or me and Jacob becoming an OG. And then now you got like Jason becoming an OG and like Skyler and shit and oh, Michael. Dude, Skyler. Yeah, and Michael. You skate, 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 Michaela. Let me pull out the old fucking name, okay? Skate, skate Michaela, bro. That's my motherfucking homie. Like, yeah, like it's crazy to see the generations coming, but then also like that we're a part of that shit and that we helped grow that shit, you know, and that when those younger kids kind of came in, like we knew how to like because of the older generations and shit and just skateboarding in general, we knew how to kind of like raise people, you know, and being like, hey, like have fun here. We want you guys to have fun, but also respect the park. You know what I mean? Like and respect the people around you. Like this exactly. is a safe this is a safe place for everybody to come and have a good time. And I mean even fucking I'm pretty sure Wes, you got a boxer's fracture too, including Cody. I or did what? I th- did I? I know Cody got a boxer's fracture, and I'm pretty sure you did something to your wrist too. When, uh, when I was younger, I I fell on a motor scooter and had a green tree bend in my arm, but I've I've never fractured my wrist. Oh no! When the kid brought the the gun to the park. Oh Jesus! Yeah. No, no, and, no. I, I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get anything from that. But I did confront the kid. Like, okay, I know Cody got a boxer's fracture from that, though. Yeah, I'm almost positive. No, you're right. That we both okay. got in that kid's face because even though it was a fake gun, it was still like you. It looks real, and you can't be down here with that. Like, no, because if gonna... any, if anybody sees that shit, dude, like all the fucking people that are out there playing soccer or any fucking parent sees that shit, like they're immediately gonna call the cops, and then you're just causing problems for the park, and we don't want that at all. We've never had to have the cops called on us before, so like you're just causing problems right now and you could cause so many problems that they could eventually shut the park down. And that's what I mean. Like we knew the respect of the park while still having fun. Cause let's be real here. Like we all did some crazy shit down there. <laughs> yeah. That's like always like, I always like whenever I see like just the little kids, like, or like the younger kids that just like, cool, we're at a skate park. Let's do whatever the fuck we want. And then there's like always like, there was actually like, Later in the year last year, there was, like, some kids that, like, spray-painted the park. I wasn't there the day that it happened, but, like, when I did see the days, like, the kids that did did it, like, afterwards, I was just like, yeah, like, don't do dumb shit like that again. Like, that's just, like, it's not good for our community, and, like, it's just going to make us look, like, even worse in the stereotype than, like, what people already give us. Right. When people, like, like, all the soccer kids and, like, the parents, they're just like, Oh, cool, a skate park. And, like, if, as long as we're not doing, like, hood rat stuff, it's just, like, you know, they're just going to be, like, cool. Like, they're part of the community, too. Like, they're doing, like, what they believe in and, like, are passionate about. That's something that I absolutely love about skate park culture is that, I mean, of course there's going to be the jerks and there's going to be the skaters who come off douchey to the general pub- public. But 
for the most part, like there's a culture at the skate park of like letting people have their turn, and there's an etiquette to like how the park flows. And for for somebody outside looking in, they don't necessarily know that, and just assume that everybody there is like in it for themselves. It's a a very singular sport. Like you're, it's not a team sport. So everybody's trying to land their tricks and fuck everybody else. But that's often not the case. Like we try mm-hmm. to the the people who are locals at a park. We'll try to enforce like the agreed agreed upon unspoken rules of that park. That's like why, like especially at Pickerington, because like I've noticed, like from like all the other parks I've been to, that's one of the reasons I love like my local skate park so much is because we're such like just like an accepting like town, like with skateboarding and all that. Like whenever like I'm because I'm always there like usually pretty early whenever I can, um, and there's always like the parents that are just like. Just let me know if, like, he's in your way, like, if they're talking about their kid. And I'm like, no, 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 it's cool. Like, I honestly, like, it's good that, like, like, I really appreciate you, like, saying, like, oh, if he's in your way. But I'm like, no, like, it's completely okay. Like, he's learning. Like, I understand that. Like, go ahead. Like, if he wants to take his turn, he can take his turn. But also, like, there is that thing of, like, we're going to let your kids have your turn. But then also know that we are letting your kids have your turn and to let us have our turn you know yeah like don't just let your kid just fucking run around like also let us go too which like you said i've seen that a lot too where you know like parents you know will be like hey all right no come over here like let them have their turn you know and we patiently wait and wes you talking about that that it's it's that unspoken rule of respect to every other person that's there where it is kind of a singular sport where you're in it to land the trick for yourself. You're doing this for yourself and to land a trick that you want to land. But you're also giving everybody else in that park the same opportunity that you also want. And how many times have you been sitting up at the top of a quarter and you're about to go down and then you see somebody else on the other side and they just happen to not notice you about to go down and then you guys do that awkward thing where you're like, oh, no, you go. It's okay. And they're like, no, you go. It's okay. And like you do this like friendly fucking hey it's okay and then finally one of you goes like it's just it's so cool to have that unspoken rule and that it travels also from like skate park to skate park when you see somebody that is an actual like skater and that actually respects people and they wait their turn and shit like that it's automatic that you like respect that person and that you're like okay no this guy like we'll we'll let him have his turn we're not just gonna snake him and be a dick you know what i mean snakes (laughs) snakes <laughs> that's like always like the parents like that's over half the time like the parents will be like they'll always like tell their kids like whenever i'm like even if i'm just like standing at the top of ramp like taking like a drink or whatever on my water bottle they're like careful he's like trying to go take his turn i'm like no 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 it's okay and like i'll just be kind of like i do appreciate you like understanding that though and like teaching them right which is like always just really cool but i'm just like I always try to, like, teach them right, too, just because it's, like, a lot of the people in, like, the bigger cities, they just always are just like, oh, fuck these little kids. But I'm just like, dude, you were there, too, regardless of what, like, roller vehicle you were on. It's like, just help them out. Yep, and that's exactly how we need to be as a community and wanting to keep, like, a park like that is, like, respect your park and then also respect the people that come into the park and not just make it like sing not don't just single like these 
like you're not the only group that's there to to do it and you gotta let the younger generations come up because if you just cut them out and then when you leave and there's nobody else that comes to the park then they're just gonna close it down anyways and then they're gonna tear it down because nobody uses it because you were the one that kept people from coming in and making it a friendly community you know what i mean exactly that's like even if i go to like any other skate park i'll just be like even if like after i'm done like warming up and if like even if i don't say anybody like something to anybody because they were just like doing whatever if i'm like close to them they're like hey what's up man like just to kind of just try to like make like that positive impact like make it more welcoming yeah yeah and i definitely think like you were saying with the kids like spray painting it's like explaining to them like hey like i know that you know this is a crazy place we fucking drink and smoke and a whole bunch of other shit down there but you also need to real respect the park and respect that if you do this shit then it's only gonna look bad on us like we try and be discreet about everything that we do while still having fun because we need to keep that kind of image you know because we're already labeled as like you know delinquents basically just because we skate or scoot or bmx or rollerblade you know you're already looked at as like a delinquent that you're you know some anarchist and you don't listen to authority and yada 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 when that's not necessarily the case you know we just want to go out there and have fun and we have a different way of having fun than people who go out there and play ultimate frisbee or who golf or play soccer, you know, that you don't drink while you're doing those things. Well, we fucking do. And but we also need to have that respect, you know, to the other people that are around us and create that image that we're not that delinquent, you know. And even I might be fucking tipsy or I might be drunk, but if you come to the park, you're still going to get the same fucking respect that you would if I wasn't drunk or tipsy you know what i mean and i was skating like you're still gonna get the same amount of shit as you would if i was sober and that's that's a huge thing about skate parks that we have to remember is building that type of community which i feel with sycamore we did a great fucking job at and you know shit happens that's inevitable but it's good that I feel that even with the OGs and stuff that it kind of carried over with the younger generation that came up after us that they were still having fun, but then also, like, clean up your fucking trash. Don't just fucking leave your trash around and stuff like that. Like Exactly. That's, like, the, the newer generation that has gone to the skate park is, like, I've, I've been so proud of them because they're such a great group of kids. Like, even the ones that, like, they're the newer generation that I've never seen in my life. They're always like, hey, what's up, man? Like, cool. Like, you, you scooter, like, what can you do on it? Like, can you teach me something on it? Like, they're never, like, mocking me and they're always like super cool with it and just like always like super welcoming teaching other keep people stuff like it like you just said like picking up trash it's just like it's just so just such a great feeling that like people are actually doing like a good job and like spreading that positivity and just like like an, a synonym for that word you know yeah <laughs> no and we we helped build that we need a thesaurus now We've- we fucking helped build that. Like, we, we are a part of that because that's what we made sure was something that was continued from the OG, you know, generation before us that actually was there when the park was fucking built, you know, and from the beginning of the park, it, it's always been that way. And we just have to keep that going. And being assertive with people is kind of a thing. Like, you're not, you're not being a dick if you're respecting the community, 
in that or teaching somebody to respect the community because you're going to get backed by everybody else there for sure. If there's one person out there that's like trashing the park or whatever, if you go up to him and you're like, hey, I need you to throw your trash away because we're trying to keep this park clean. And if they cause a problem, you got fucking five or six other people that are going to come running over to you and they're going to tell them the exact fucking same thing. Like, nah, bro, either you get the fuck out or clean your shit up because we won't have that shit here. You know, and like we don't we don't ever want to get physical. But if it comes to that point, then I mean, we can run that shit, too. <laughs> like, and yeah, <laughs> that's what I loved about that shit. That's why I love Sycamore so much, because the community with Sycamore was so fucking strong for sure. And to be considered like one of the OGs and stuff like that, like it's amazing. Like I know when I go to the park, if there's somebody there they probably know who I am from somebody else. And they've heard stories about me or something. Like, if I say, like, little dude, somebody, I'm sure, knows who the fuck I am. And that shit is cool as fuck. Dude, that's always the funniest thing is, like, always, like, if somebody doesn't know your exact name, they're like, oh, no, it's, like, oh, whoa, Skyler or something. Or like, oh, Skyler? Yeah, I know who that is. It's always <laughs> yeah. the funniest fucking thing. For you, Jacob, it's Scooter Kid. <laughs> Dude, that's, like, the funniest thing is because, like, a couple of the locals, I I don't know if it was Holden or, like, one of you guys. It's like, dude, I remember when you were Scooter Kid. Nah, dude, you graduated to Scooter Man. <laughs> that, that was Holden. Funniest that thing. was Holden. <laughs> I definitely believe that that was Holden for sure. I used to, uh, I used to just sing like the the fucking rap song, like uh, to the handles, to the bars. Ah, scoot, 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 scoot. Every time I saw you pull up, <laughs> <laughs> and be like, scoot, scoot. <laughs> it's always crazy because, like, even like the newer generation, like they like see me and they're like. Oh, a scooter, but it's like at the same time, it's like you guys are considering me an OG, so it's like always crazy as fuck. I I think like just the handlebar thing gets shit on a little too much. So it was important for a lot of skaters, especially down in Pickerington, which is a small park, you know, like, and it's a small community as far as like skateboarding communities go. So for them to be able to see somebody as good as you and also to watch you get better was giant for a lot of the people down there otherwise like you would have been treated like fruit booters you know like i think a lot of people have that idea and are super protective of their skate parks like skaters only oh yeah there's like i know there's like there used to be a graffiti gahanna skate park there used to be just like locals only there actually might still be there that graffiti there that says that but it's still just like i mean like you were just saying about all that yeah, well, it, it speaks to, again, how great the community at Pickerington was, because there was never any of that at Pickerington, at least not that I saw. And there's definitely parks that I've skated at, like Gehanna or Reynoldsburg, where I've gotten bad vibes, where you show up there and it's very much like, oh, you don't belong here. And those uh, those are never the parks I enjoy skating. JFK is, like, one of those, it's just, it's always, like, it's either, like, Pickerington, where it's just, like, it's everybody's super cool, or, like... They're always just, like, shitting on you, which is, like, it's always, like, kind of frustrating because it's just, like, I don't know why you guys can't just be, like, one or the other. It's just, like, stop giving me, like, mixed emotions. Like, I don't know. It's kind of just hard to describe that, but. Yeah, no, I, I get it, dude. I have a a bad experience with JFK from, like, early in my skate career that has always stuck with me. 
um, my little Fuck brother's JFK. dad. <laughs> right, right, right. This freaking diaper ramps, man. Slippery ass diaper ramps. Dude, that, and the fucking shitty ass concrete on the bottom too. Like some of the worst pavement ever skated. Yes, seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, when I was probably like twelve or thirteen, my uh, little brother's dad—he uh, has a different dad than me. For the listeners, um, he. Brought me to the the Reynoldsburg skate park, and I was I still hadn't like gotten comfortable with rolling down big ramps, so he was trying to get me to go down it, and I was uh like I had some stage fright because there was shredders there, and I rolled down it and hit that terrible pavement and just you know face full of asphalt like just fucking ate it at the bottom of the ramp, and so now every time I go skate there, I'm even though I'm good at skating now, uh, comparably. I I still think about like that slam and how embarrassed I was in front of the shredders and just how slippery that fucking park is. I hate it. Yeah, dude, I haven't been there in forever. Like, I I just can't. I don't know. Like, they even like stole like angle iron off one of the boxes. I was just like, dude, this is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that park, dude. And it's right behind the police station too. Like, fuck, dude. Like, it's just. You would think at least that, Pickerington built it around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> you would think that with it being behind the police station, that it would be like cool and shit. And people would be cool, but it was like the exact opposite happened. It was like because it was behind the police station, people were like, "I'm gonna be as shitty as possible because I'm so close to the police station." You know, like I don't know what it was, but. I always hated going to JFK for the ramps, for the concrete. Although, I will say that because of those diaper, slippery fucking ramps, I, that's how I learned to do the, the I don't know, Benny calls it the Caldwell, but whatever the fuck that trick is that I do, I don't know. There's not really, a, I don't know if there's a name for it or not. Um, NBD, NBD. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But... The one where I, like, slide into a fucking feeble, like, I go up regular and then slide into a feeble and whatever. I learned, anyways, that trick that I fucking do all the time, I learned that at fucking JFK because those ramps were so slippery. It was I was able to, like, slide it easily and then just transfer that over into, like, Benny's and other places and shit. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I mean, some of the skaters who grew up on Reynoldsburg... Uh, are some of the best skaters that have come out of Ohio because of the quality of that park, especially for like street skating. Like the people who would skate that box setup that they had there or the rail, they got in- incredibly good at just skating bad conditions. And some of the best skaters I've seen skate Pickerington are from Reynoldsburg. Oh yeah, there's like what's that? I know he's oh, a yeah. West. He always goes to Westville. His name's uh oh shit. There's a black guy I'm thinking of specifically, but I can't remember his name. I do remember. Yeah, there's that. Oh, fuck. There's him, and then I know there's that one guy. I think his name is Dan or Phil or something like that. Yeah. If I'm right. He always used to go to JFK just to skate that box. And he's, like, one of, the, like, the most known, like, Columbus skaters. I, I, I know a few... I know one that I'm specifically thinking of. His name's Brian. I don't want to say his last name. Um, 
but his last <laughs> shout out are, Rando Brian. He's, his <laughs> last his last name starts with a C. So if you know O'Brien, where his last Brian name starts. Brian Cranston. No. <laughs> Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. But he, he was a great fucking skater too, and he was from like JFK and like Reynoldsburg area. So... And also the dad, Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so the, i it's it is that thing where it's like with st- with street skaters you know where that type of roughness can create a great skater if you have the patience for it because if you don't have the patience to deal with a shitty ass park then but i mean if you if that's all you grow up with then that's all you know so if you go from like jfk to fucking sycamore you're gonna be like oh my fucking god it's gonna be so easy for you you're just gonna fucking fly around the park you know because you've been used to like having to push every single time you go from a quarter to in the middle of a quarter in another ramp you have to push because the fucking ground slows you down so much like and then you go to sycamore and you're like i just fucking glide around the park you know that's what are the exact like words i would have put into that to describe that transfer (laughs) yeah dude and that's why i kind of like i'm a little bit upset that that's how I learned how to skate was at Sycamore because I can't skate street all like that. Like, it's so difficult for me to skate street because I'm so used to Sycamore where it's just, like, smooth fucking concrete and then, like, smooth metal ramps. Like, you're just... It's just smooth all the way around, basically. There's a little bumps and shit from the metal, but, like, for the most part, it's pretty fucking smooth. I used to be able to... Before they moved it around the most recently time... I used to be able to manual all the way, literally the entire way around the park. So it's like, you can't do that at JFK. There's no fucking way, dude. You would stop 10 feet after you came down off of the quarter pipe and went into a manual. You would literally stop. Yeah, even you... if you rolled in off of that like eight foot roll in, that's yeah. by the time you got halfway yeah, across dude. the park, you're at a full stop. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, like you just, just like hit a pebble that was built into the skate park with cement yeah. fucking around it. <laughs> that pavement is skate stopper. Like it's made out. Of, they just poured skate stopper into the ground. Like <laughs> I think they did that on purpose because. <laughs> The people were like, hey, we want a skate park here built. And they were like, okay, well, you got to start a petition. So then they got like 200 people to sign a petition to get a skate park there. And they're like, all right, well, if we're going to build a skate park, we're going to build it behind the police station so we can keep an eye on them. And also, we're going to build it as shitty as possible so the least amount of people want to skate there. Because we really don't want to. 2020. I got you. I got you, okay? <laughs> I'm going to be the next Alex Jones for the JFK skate park. <laughs> Have you guys seen the pictures online of, uh, I mean, a lot of the articles being written about this are happening in California, but uh, the pictures online of them filling skate parks with sand because the parks are closed. I was talking about that with one of my friends. You said what? Venice skate park. They literally took the sand from the beach right next door with a bulldozer and just filled it in to the skate park so people wouldn't use it. Yeah, yeah. It's absurd. My dad says they're using mulch, too, up in the chat. Yeah, what there's, the like, fuck? other skate parks that literally use, like, mulch to fill it in, dirt. Like, Australia is using, like, dirt to fill it in. 
It's terrible, man, because, I mean, you're you're degrading the quality of the ramps, and there's going to be weeks after all this uh, passes over. I mean, who knows when that's going to be. But once, like, we can kind of go back to normal and people can skate those parks again, it's going to be a huge pain in the ass for a long time. Well, no, 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 no. So you're telling me that the city went in there and filled the parks in with the sand, right? Yeah, it's to deter people who are still going to the parks. Okay, well then, guess what? The city is going to put it straight back to the way that it was before. And if they you don't... You would hope so. I mean, yeah. again, I would, I would... You're right. I would hope so. But if not, like, how fucking shitty is that going to be? I will, I will fucking fly out to California, okay, for a week. <laughs> okay. Just to uncover... Just to help out and uncover okay. that shit. At, at least for one, one day, bro. Like, and after this shit happens, like... If it's like right after this, this all this coronavirus kind of dies down, I'm sure that flights will still be cheap as fuck because they're still trying to like get back from everything, and it's gonna be cheap. So we could probably do a round trip to California and back for like fifty nine dollars. You know what I mean? Go out there, stay out there for a fucking day, and at least help out for a day. You know, like I'm sure that we could do a lot of us three. We could do a lot of work in one day. You know what I mean? Yeah, screw the American Red Cross. This is the cause I'm down for. Yeah. <laughs> for fucking sure, dude. We're going to measure it in acres, though, because we're from Ohio. And because everybody else thinks that's what we measure shit in. <laughs> yeah, there's about a half an acre here of sand. So, How many bushels uh... of corn is there? Oh, you know. Can we, can we, can you, I, I don't know how much sand it is here, but I do know that uh, sand equals corn, and uh, <laughs> there's about 500 bushels of corn here, so it'll take us about two days to get them 500 bushels of corn out of here. But uh, I just oh, wanted to, I just wanted to tell you guys, and I know that our listeners will listen to this, if you're not listening to this live, you'll listen to this a little late, but uh, happy 420, 2020. Oh, happy 420 to those who celebrate it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I for- and, uh, I honestly forgot that it was 420. Happy anniversary to myself. Wait, what time is it? Oh my it is god! 12:19. Jesus. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Do you have to work in the morning? No, I'm off tomorrow. Or uh, well, technically today. So. Actually, Wes's dad. I I don't. Smoke. Shout out to Wes's dad. So, no, I think he was talking to me because I said I forgot you. it was tw- four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> he probably was. Now that I'm thinking about it, he probably was. <laughs> he totally was. <laughs> Confirmed. Can That's confirm. Fucking funny. That's fucking funny. But uh, Wes is just like. I think it's 420. Just all of a sudden, like, Wes's dad texts him, it is 420, son. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've been married to my wife for a year. Yeah, dude, happy anniversary. Thanks, hey, man. Thank you. Fun. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, It's been a roller coaster, but it's been great. I wouldn't is want the, to... Is the baby still up? She went to bed with the baby. Oh, man. Bummer. Yeah, I know. I was I really know. hoping I'd be able to get to talk to Honesty. She can't do this late at night shit. And I mean, I, fuck, I gotta be... I literally have to be up in four hours, so... Is Honesty the baby's name? No, Honesty is my wife's name. Okay. Amelia. What's the baby's name? Amelia. Aw. 
that's adorable. Yeah, I mean, if you go onto like my Facebook or my Instagram, you can see pictures of her. Man, I post pictures of her. Oh, I have seen her on your Instagram. That's true. Yeah. I didn't know her name. Yeah, well, I mean, my memory is kind of spotty now, but you know. You sure you don't yeah. smoke, Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I was gonna say like I don't have a problem with people who smoke. Like that's your guys' stuff. I just personally, there's reasons why, but you know that's actually Jacob. I don't know if you know this or not, but I don't smoke anymore. You don't? No. I, uh, after we had Amelia, I had to kind of find a better job and get my shit together, so I, uh, quit smoking. Well, shit. Uh, July... Get for f- your family. Yeah, July 14th of last year. Hell so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Austin's been kicking ass. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so... Yeah, so I'm not that typical stoner anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I do, I do miss it, bro. I, people are like, "Oh, well, you haven't smoked for so long. Like, do you still miss it?" I'm like, "Yes. <laughs> like, if I could still smoke, I definitely would. Okay. Like, if they didn't drug test for this shit, I definitely would still smoke. I'm not gonna lie to you, okay? But I can't, so I just have to deal with it." But I make good fucking money now. Like, I got a good job, and I make good fucking money, so I'm not. And uh, thank you, Wes's dad, for saying uh, happy anniversary. Thank you, Wes's dad. <laughs> I like that he's just Wes's dad. You hear that, dad? You're just my dad. <laughs> I... <laughs> Can I be real with you? I want to say, if I remember, his name is Wally. Oh, that's hilarious that you called him Wally. He'll like that. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, Wally was his Wally friend is... from when they were uh, they were kids like skating together. Like, uh, okay, he's the owner of the old school skate shop down in yeah. Westerville. Yeah, I was gonna say Wally is the owner of the old school skate shop. I don't uh, remember. My dad's what name your dad's is Sean. Name. Sean. Yeah. Sean. No, I was just messing with you guys though. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Sean the dead river, I think of the name Sean now. Me too. One of my favorite movies. I just want to call you. I just oh yeah, call my dad it. goes. I was in that article too. <laughs> You're famous. Hey, hey. Can hey. you sign my copy of my newspaper article for me? Sean, I'm sure he I, would love to. Sean, can I call? Can I call you dad too? Same. Go to can bed. we? Can we just call you dad? Oh, he said sure. Cool. Next time I see and daughter, I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my ki- you guys hear my kids in the background and me telling them to go go away. <laughs> is that Avery or is that Ollie? It's both of them. They're asking for apples. <laughs> no, go to fucking sleep, dude. Yeah, go to like go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you up? Just go to fucking sleep. They just want to support dad. I guess so. I mean, they're they're making this podcast shit hard, man. <laughs> they miss like, I'm me. Fighting out here, I'm is. fighting for a living. <laughs> they just miss me. That's what it is. Yeah, they call you up, Uncle Austin, all the time. Do they, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. They call me Uncle Austin. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You made it. Uh huh. Have I not told you this before? I thought I told you that already. I know that they call me Austin, but, like, I didn't know there was an uncle in front of it. Well, excuse me. They actually call you Often. But with uncle, an F. Uncle Often? 
Uncle Often. I'm going to cry right now, okay? <laughs> That's why he never told you that, because he didn't want you to cry. That's how much he loves it. It's tears of joy, alright? It is tears of joy. That's fucking great, dude. I love that <laughs> shit. Like, I hope you know that Amelia will know you as Uncle Wes. <laughs> like, for sure. That's great, dude. That just made me so fucking happy. You have no idea. You just made my fucking my whole life. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's like I guess, you just gotta uh, tell your wife now. Like, hey, we're adopting another kid. Just so you know, we're adopting two kids. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they're not gonna be quiet till I get them an apple, apparently. And Crystal's in the shower, so I'm gonna get them an apple real quick, and I'll be right back. Her dad. Healthiness. Yeah. Right. Uh, so Jacob, how have you been keeping yourself kind of sane during all this quarantine shit? Sane, Lord, just trying to find, like I said, like just trying to find the little things. You know, I've yeah. been. I work at a. It, I work at Mod Pizza, the pizza shop. Which, for all of you who don't know, it's like a Chipotle for pizza. So we're considered an essential business. So yeah, pretty much been working, and then mainly just like I'll take a nap once I get home, like I used to do. But then like I'll try to like be like, all right, you're gonna get outside, go like scooter for a little bit, or even just like just like try to walk my dog whenever I can. So you know, that's cool. Oh yeah. How about how about you, bud? Um, I mean, I I'm still working too. So I've been, and right now we're doing like, I work four days, ten hour shifts. So I get Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Not um, bad though. No, I do have to be work at like six o'clock in the morning. So I have to get up at like four thirty. So like, like I said, you know, I I literally have to be up in like four hours. But Mondays, Mondays are always like this for me, so it doesn't really fucking matter. But uh. I mean, I've been working, and then, I mean, I don't know, man, just chilling with the family, and, like, um, I've been keeping myself busy with still playing fucking Counter-Strike, um, a lot, and, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for my tax refund to hit. I've had some different- I've been slacking on mine, especially since they said, like, oh, we're pushing it back, like, two months. Yeah. I feel super bad that I've been slacking on it, but still- I had to get mine in because my, uh, I didn't realize it, but my fucking stimulus check was going to an old account that I don't have anymore. And because, because they delivered it to an old account, if it gets returned, they will send it to the address that they have on file. And the address that they have on file for my 2018 taxes is an old address that I'm not at anymore. And that I don't want to go back to. So I might not get this whole stimulus check thing. So I'm really just waiting on my tax refund to fucking hit my bank account. Which will be more than what I would get in the stimulus check. But if I got the my tax refund and my stimulus check, it'd be like a huge amount actually. Compared to... I would have more money in my bank account at one time if I got all that than I would have ever had ever. So, <laughs> yeah. That's like, but, yeah, like, because I'm still on my dad's. He claims us, me and all my, or both my uh, sisters are dependents, so, so like, we're so not getting into. Nope, you ain't getting that shit. 
Yeah, I mean, it's whatever. We're still working, so we're getting yeah. somewhat of money. So see, that's I got enough. That's where I'm at. Said, I'm still working, so like I'm not like super upset about it. It's whatever. Like I can still pay my bills and shit like that. But then uh, I've also had some shitty ass fucking neighbors recently. Where like when I when we first moved in here, it was cool, and now it's just been like like the people that were cool ended up moving out, and so now I have to deal with like shitty ass fucking neighbors, and so we our lease will be up. June 30th and we're going to transfer to like a townhome so we don't have people living like above or below us we're just going to be like we're going to have a two story like townhome like there'll be there'll probably still be people living like on the sides of us but there won't be people living like above or below us and like it'll be a lot fucking better anyway oh, yeah. so yeah hey, dude, it's your been a little suck now yeah my yeah Seriously, since Sean and since Sean and Nike moved out, bro, it's been nothing but fucking shit. It's been straight fucking shit, and I hate it. And you I you were hate ready fucking... to kill them the other night when you were playing CS with everybody. Like we were in the Discord chatting, and like you were losing your mind over your neighbors, <laughs> bro, because they were keeping because they were keeping my fucking daughter awake. Like they were stomping so hard that they were keeping my daughter awake. And, like, I was not about it at all. Like, I don't give a fuck. You can be as loud as you want throughout the fucking day. But when it comes to nighttime, I need you to shut the fuck up. Seriously. And <laughs> yeah, have some yeah, no, goddamn yeah. have some goddamn fucking respect for your fucking neighbors. Like, seriously. <laughs> because I, I can't do that shit, man. I got a fucking nine-month-old fucking daughter, bro. Like I love gonna... that even just talking about your neighbors, your F-bomb drops have increased. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're getting you aggravated as we speak. Dude, dude, like... <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, need, you're good. I need, no, I love I need, it. I need to chill out a little bit. But seriously, like, it was, it's, it's been a lot for me. And especially since, like, since it wasn't until they moved in that we've been dealing with this shit. So, like, for the past fucking almost a year, it's been, like, ten months. Hey, Jacob? Yeah. Next time you use the bathroom, you know you can mute your microphone, right? Sorry, I like walked in there real quick to wash my hands, and there was like somebody didn't wash it before me. You're That's good. Hilarious. I'm just like no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so since those people moved out, like ten months, it's been fucking amazing. And it was like the moment that they moved out and they moved new people in, it was like it just got so fucking shitty. And like I just, I it has it's been like a maybe a month that we've been dealing with this, and I can't take it. I can't. I was like it, because I've just been so used to it being quiet and shit like that. And it, for perspective, your previous neighbors were guests on our podcast. Like they were the yeah. coolest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sean was never on, but Nike, who lived, uh, like, straight across from us, like... Nike he and was... his girl came on the podcast. Yeah, Amani. Like, they, they came on the fucking... They were guests on the podcast. They were cool as fuck. But, like... And then Sean moved out, and then I didn't even know that Nike moved out, bro. Like, he was just gone one day, and just fucking gone. And, like, whoever lives across from me, their dad ended up, like... 
banging on their fucking door at like 11 o'clock in the morning like for like a good like hour and was like telling her because whoever like actually owns or has their name on the lease or whatever like is a chick and I'm pretty sure she's pregnant but uh she's been having people just like come and go and fucking partying and smoking weed and all this other shit well he was banging on their her fucking door and was like open this fucking door right now like you need to open this fucking door he was like i'm gonna beat whoever's fucking ass is inside of there like i know you got motherfuckers in there he's like i'll beat their mother's ass i'll beat their grandma's ass i'll beat their uncle's ass like i don't give a fuck like i'll beat everybody in the motherfucking family's ass like i'll beat up your whole family yeah of everybody <laughs> of everybody that's in there i'll beat up your family's family yeah (laughs) now this this is stuff that he said right so like an hour later okay he finally ends up leaving and like shortly after he leaves the cops show up right and when the cops show up everybody that's there's like six or seven people that leave her house so her i assume to be her dad was like i'm gonna be everybody's assets in your house and their whole family of six or seven people like that's a real motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like, that motherfucker was not playing at all. Because he saw on Instagram that she was, like, posting shit and being, like, all crazy and everything. And he was not about it. And I think she's pregnant, too. Because he was like, I'm trying to have a better life for my fucking grandbaby. And you out here doing all this fucking crazy shit and letting all these crazy people come over and yada, yada, yada. Bro, my neighbors have been nothing but fucking trash since my old neighbors moved out. Like, there's glass all up and down my fucking stairs and at the bottom of my stairs and shit like that. Like, I gotta walk my dog, like, the opposite way because I'm afraid she's gonna step in glass and shit. Like, mm-hmm. fuck this. I We, and I've told the front desk about it, too. Like, I told my leasing office, I was like, we need to fucking transfer, like, ASAP. You know, like, I wanna you get You were the yelling fuck- in the Discord the other night, like, I, I'm gonna go up to the leasing office tomorrow and I don't care if I have to stand outside the door and yell at them because of the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I I called him the next day. I literally did call him the next day. Because that was Thursday night. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I called him the next day. And I wasn't as... Because I was a little drunk. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, <laughs> Just a little. Shit. So, but when I called the leasing office, I told him. I was like, look, I can't do this shit. Like, I'm going to end up going off on my neighbors. Like, you're going to seriously... You're going to have some problems if this shit continues. I was like, I got a fucking nine-month-old daughter out here, and they're keeping her up. And if that continues to happen, then you're going to hear about some shit. And I'm like, I'm telling you right now, it's like, you you need to send a message out to them that they need to stop this. Because if they don't, then I'm going to get some other people involved, and you're not going to like that shit. And they were like, okay, well, we're going to send, we're going to contact them and, like, let them know that they need to be, like... They need to respect their neighbors and to keep the noise down to a minimum after. Because I'm like, during the day, bro, if it's fucking like, I would say like anything up until like 10 o'clock. I know that the noise ordinance for Ohio is 11 o'clock, but anything after 10 o'clock, I'm like, you should have the common courtesy to keep the noise level down. Yeah, bro. 10 to 11 is wind down. Yeah, especially for people, because you, you don't know who's got kids, you know what I mean? And, like, so it's, like, you know, 10 to 11 is, like, your wind down. Anything after 11, that's a no-go. So if you're still fucking yelling and screaming after 11 o'clock, I'm done. 
bro. Like, I'm not dealing with that shit. Yell and scream all you want during the day. I don't give I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to call the cops on you. I'm not going to fucking do shit. I don't give a fuck, okay? Like, you have your basic human fucking right to do that shit. And you know who's up <laughs> during the fucking day? My daughter. She's up during the day. Yes, she takes naps, whatever. But if she wakes up from a fucking nap during the day, she'll be fine. She'll go to sleep at some other time. But in the middle of the fucking night when I'm supposed to be going to sleep and taking my fucking... I would call it a nap before I got to go to work because, like, let's be real here. I'm going to get, like, maybe two hours of sleep after this shit is over. When I take my nap during the night, if my baby wakes up, you're going to piss me the fuck off. Like, I'm going to go the fuck off. Like, real talk. Yeah, I... But June 30th, I'm moving, okay? I'm moving the fuck up out of this place. I'm moving into a different apartment in my apartment complex. It'll be easier for us. It'd be way better. It's cool. It's all cool. It's all cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for you guys to move. We'll have a little better space to uh, record, hopefully, once uh, all this stuff's over. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It'll eh, it'll basically be, like, the same thing. We're still only going to get, like, a two-bedroom with, like, a, it'll be a one-and-a-half bath, though. So I have another bathroom, like, downstairs. So that'll be nice. But... Basically, it'll be the same fucking thing that we got now, just separated. Yeah, we'll still do the the podcast in the dining room slash kitchen area um, on the table. But uh, I don't know. Maybe we might move it. Maybe we'll get like a coffee table and we'll just like move it into the living room. I don't know what we'll do. We'll fucking figure it out. Who knows? I'm I'm getting pissed at people in the chat. <laughs> people keep joining our show, listening to half a second of us talk, and then they just leave. And I'm like, hey, uh, listen to a little bit longer. <laughs> just like an Instagram live video. It's just like, understand the fucking plot, dumbass. People on the internet <laughs> yeah, suck, dude. man. I mean, come on. What else are you going to do right now? It's midnight. <laughs> like, come on. Right. You can't just listen for like, two minutes bro and just kind of get into the conversation before you hop in and you're just like oh hang Bye. out with us you know we're nice we're, we're i mean we're not gonna hurt you or, like <laughs> like come on like just chill with us for a minute here's a possible like under five minute topic what do you guys miss the most when you're in quarantine wes yeah i, I miss gonna say recording in person and just hanging out with austin this sucks yeah, i miss west the most bro like because i got my family here so like i don't miss my family like i see them every fucking day <laughs> i don't fucking see west at all anymore and it sucks dude like that is the worst fucking thing that i've ever had to deal with yeah, recording on Sundays and driving over there and hanging out with you is like my uh, decompression for the week. Like I, I get all my like anger and stress out, and then I start new when I go to work Monday. So like, yeah, not being able to do that has been a huge bummer. What about you, man? I would say hockey, but it's just like I mean, yeah, I love hockey, but as much as I do, but I'm like always every single day. I'm like, damn, dude, I miss just hanging out with my friends. It, it, it sucks, but. It'll just be kind of funny, like, some, however long down the road in the future, like six months, three years, when we're laughing about people punching each other in the face about toilet paper, you know? 
I did see like a uh something like video today where there was a uh a supermarket manager I would assume in like the UK cuz he had like a British accent that uh this dude tried to bring back like 72 packs of like 48 rolls of toilet paper and like I think it was like 52 things of hand sanitizer and the the supermarket attendant was like no fuck you <laughs> he was like I'm not taking that shit back you're gonna keep that shit like you were the fucking problem in the beginning and if you can't get rid of that shit on your own I'm not taking it back like fuck you and like I feel it dude like I know that you could take that shit back and help people out whatever but then also like let that motherfucker lose his money on that shit for sure. Yeah, he, b- because him, him, uh, bringing the toilet paper and the hand sanitizer back, he would have made more money on it than exactly. if he than if he would just sell it himself. So he was like, "Nah, fuck that!" Like, yeah, it's just like, dude, we're living in wild times. That's like the easiest way to say it. But yeah, it's just. God damn it, I can't think of words because I'm fucking intoxicated. Ha. <laughs> ha. I drank like I drank like half a bottle of crown, bro. Like what do you mean you're intoxicated? Get on my fucking level and then try again. Alright, bro. Alright, bro. You wanna you wanna <laughs> fuck go? You wanna go, bro? You wanna go? You wanna go? Drunk fight. Drunk fight. Let's let's do the math real quick of how much I've actually drank tonight because I gotta try to remember how much I've had. So I had, let's see, before I started drinking tonight, there were seven bush lights, there were bushes left, but I also had three, no, so it was two Rheingeist, a North High, and then a shot, and then I had those seven bush beers. Oh, you've had seven of them? Holy shit. Yeah, it's, it's one of those nights, bud. I think uh, a lot of people have been doing that in quarantine. I mean, alcohol sales are through the roof right now. Uh, That would have been... (laughs) I keep joking about that with my mom. Like, mom, I'm going through my college drinking years now because I never had those when I was, like, a couple years younger. (laughs) You know what would have been really smart? Because, like, right now I've had a few friends of mine, like, invest in stocks and shit and, like, Boeing and, like, Carnival and shit. Uh, what would have been really smart is like right when this shit started happening was investing in uh whatever stocks were with like alcohol, because Dude, yeah, right now that shit is high as fuck. So if you would have been like, getting as, all of my money from that stock, yeah, as soon as as soon as that shit started happening, if you would have invested in it when it was low, and then now when it when right now when it's like super fucking high. It would have been like the time to sell. You know what I mean? Like now would be the time to sell for alcohol sales and shit. Yeah, like, that or... non-alcoholic Bush Light seems real stupid right now. <laughs> but it's still a part of Bush Light, though, so it doesn't matter because people are still buying Bush. It doesn't matter if it's Bush, the non-alcoholic shit. It's still a part of Bush. So if people don't bought... want that non-alcoholic shit during the quarantine. No, uh, I... It's like the college kids are like, "Hey, can you get me a Bush?" Or a pack of bush. Yeah, sure. And it'll just be like that fucking asshole dude that just like buys them the like non-alcoholic bush. It's like, <laughs> here you go. And they don't fucking read it. 
if I ever get, if I ever tell somebody to go to the store and give me some some beer, and they come back with non-alcoholic beer, I'm gonna take that entire case and bust it upside your fucking head, like no joke. That's like the older kid coming back with a bag of oregano and trying to tell you it's weed. Dude, the amount of kids <laughs> that would do that at fucking my high school, oh my god, it was Seriously? ridiculous. Yeah, there was like personally, I knew a kid that did it, and he literally made like. Within two weeks, he made like a couple hundred dollars off kids from doing that shit. Oh Gotta my respect god! The scam. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I can't. You know what? I can't be that mad. You're right. You gotta respect the scam. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Oops, I bought catnip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll smoke some catnip, oh, bro. God. You ever smoke coffee grounds? <laughs> dude, is that even possible? Yeah. Damn. You didn't know that. You can actually... Is it like doing cocaine? I feel like you would get super jittery smoking coffee. Uh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> not really, but like kind of. Like you, you still get the caffeine from it for sure. Like it's... You'll still get the caffeine from the coffee grounds, but uh, it's not like healthy. <laughs> you that know, be like... The ultimate hipster thing to do is be like, I'm smoking Starbucks on a blunt wrap right now. <laughs> I feel like if I, okay, but let's be real here. If you're gonna do up the hipster way, it's out of a corn cob pipe. Like, let's be real here, right? Like, no, no, no. You're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> if you you're gonna smoke it and then do it out of a fucking vape or a <laughs> you got a good point there, Jacob. You got a good point there. I have a <laughs> tampon of non-alcoholic bush light in my <laughs> asshole right now, and my corn cob pipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's fucking hilarious no oh austin that's 2020 that's 2020 right there <laughs> oh my god dude holy shit <laughs> holy shit uh what have you been watching jacob i'm gonna be like everybody i've started to watch tiger king about halfway through Oh, uh, okay. I still haven't. I've I haven't gotten past the first episode. There's too many things I'm trying to catch up on right now. Ooh, actually, if you haven't yet, another good like mini series documentary is uh, Chernobyl. That's a really good Ooh, one. Oh, I meant to watch that when it came good. out. Yeah, I, I watched good. it when it came out like every week, which is like the first time I watched a new like TV series. Oh my god, it is so good. Have you watched uh, Letterkenny? God, God damn it, dude. <laughs> yes. Jacob, we, I mean, we were good friends before, but now we're best friends, okay? Like, that is my We can't greatest. go a single episode without talking about Letterkenny. Because it's so fucking great, dude. Like, it's the best. I'm gonna, Every time I I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep talking about it until Jared Kiso fucking hits me up and is like, hey, I wanna come on the fucking podcast because you've been nothing but a supporter from day one, bro. Every time I see one of my scooter friends that he's from Pickerington too, every time we see each other now, he's just like, how are you now? I'm like, good, and you? Oh, not so bad. Ferda, boys. One of my favorite Letterkenny quotes is uh, when Shorzy was talking to the fucking girls league, and he was just like, he was like, I get a tax break from charity from hanging out with you guys so much. 
<laughs> Fuck you, Shorzy. Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs> Fuck you, Jonesy. Tell your mom to stop calling me while I'm finger banging. Dude, I'm so happy you watched that. Every time I find somebody that like watches that, I'm just like, we're fucking the greatest people now, and we just gotta like start a call together. I told Wes about it for like a good like two months. I was like, bro, you need to watch this fucking show. Like, you need to watch that shit. And he was like, I'll get to it. Like, trust me, I'll get to it. And then finally, when he got to it, he was like, holy fuck, like. Yeah, now it's all we talk about. Yeah, seriously, (laughs) dude. Oh, Bonnie Bonnie McMurray. Okay, but no, seriously, though. Bonnie McMurray is fucking sexy as shit. Like, seriously. What sucks, though, is like, yeah, she's probably the closest to my age she's taken, which I'm like, God damn it. I know. I looked it up, too. (laughs) I'm married. I looked that shit up. (laughs) Hey, welcome back to Crack and Egg, and bet you can't, so. Well, you know. Fucking figure it out. <laughs> if anybody from Letterkenny by chance is watching this, please don't copyright this and like try to take it down off of Podbean because Wes and Austin are doing a fantastic fucking job at keeping this up. I I appreciate uh, your support, but let's be real here. Nobody from fucking Letterkenny is listening to this shit. If anything, we're going to be taken down for all the copyrighted music we constantly use right, all the time. Right, right. No, but we, I, I've, I've really thought about like messaging like Jared Kizo and being like, "Hey, man, like seriously, I, I since I found Litter Kenny, I've been a fucking supporter and I've done nothing but tell everybody that they need to watch the show. Like, will you please come on my fucking podcast and just talk to me, bro? Like, I just need you to just and like bring your friends, dude. Like." I just want I, you to hold me and rock me to sleep. Would you rather? Okay, okay, but Wes, when we when we can actually start recording in person and shit, who would you rather have on? Would you rather have uh, Dan, uh, Katie, or um, uh, um, Daryl on? Like, because we're gonna have uh, Wayne. We'll have. I, Wayne. I was gonna say that's a tough one between Derry and Squirrely Dan, but definitely Squirrely Dan. You think so? He's I a, don't know. He's a stage comedian. Like he you does stand up. Your friends. I know, but I don't know. I like. <laughs> you got to support your friends. <laughs> Dude, he was one of my. I watched one of his stand-up specials on. He was talking about Captain Crunch. It is the funniest thing I've seen in my life. Dude, it's so good. I don't know. I think, I think he might be the Katie most naturally on, funny of all of them. He really is because he's one of those Kiso's... like actors that's exactly like his character. Yeah, I think he's I would want that guy would, in real life. I wouldn't have Katie on though. I think I would want to have Katie. I, would, I, I mean, I think if I, I wanted would, to have the, a boner the whole time, then I would pick her. But that's, as far as like that is my entire reasoning, real talk. Because <laughs> other than that, I actually I would go with um, uh, I would go with Daryl. I don't think I would go with Squirrely Dan. I think I'd go with Daryl. If we're if we're choosing whole cast, like if we're everybody from the show. I want um the the secondary uh meth head guy. Um the one that's in like, like the first rolled. No, rolled. I want rolled. 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 Yes, I would love to have. No, I do sh- sh- mm, Do you seen okay, interviews with him? He seems okay. so sweet. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. So you brought up a good point because if we can't get Jared Kiso and at least one of the other guys on do we do we get rolled and uh fuck what's his name Stewart, Stewart. did we get rolled and Stewart on 
<laughs> if we can get those two on at the same time, dude, that shit would be fucking hilarious. Because you know that we're going to call out Stuart and be like, you know you look like the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, right? Wait, has your dad seen Letter... Wait, uh, Sean, have you seen Letterkenny? Oh, he has. Thank God. My dad loves that we love Letterkenny. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. I've been talking about Letterkenny since, like, the first fucking episode. So Speaking of Letterkenny and our love for it, have you guys done an Irish hand grenade before? Uh, what is an Irish hand grenade? I have not. It's it's a drop shot. Is that um? Is that like uh, a car bomb? It's an Irish car bomb. So I'm, I'm gonna quote Wayne. That's fucking offensive, buds. It's it's different than an Irish car bomb. <laughs> so uh, an Irish car bomb. They're both made with the same ingredients. So it's a half a pint of Guinness. And then there's a shot of Bailey's and a shot of uh, Jameson. Uh, With an Irish hand grenade from the show, you wedge both shots in at the same time. You take the shot of whiskey, let the Bailey's drop in, and you chug the rest. And it is actually a really good shot. I've been making it at a St. Patrick's Day tradition like the past two years. Wes, the next time that we can do a, a in-person recording, we should do that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm, yeah, I'm down for seriously, that. I'm fucking down for it all day. Let's get fucked up for our first live recording back. Listen, yes. I gotta, I gotta take a piss again. So, yeah. I mean, I'll I will stay here and vamp. Oh yeah. <laughs> I noticed that a new person in, entered the the chat. Uh, what's up? How's it going? Glad you uh, joined us. <laughs> I am also new as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, what's up, Vic? How you doing, man? How's that uh, quarantine hanging for you? You uh, you hanging in there, bud? <laughs> Damn, now I'm like in a letter, Kenny. Fucking mindset. <laughs> How you doing there, bud? <laughs> you uh, giving your balls a tug? <laughs> Give your balls a tug, yeah, for sure. What's uh, what's another of your favorite drinks, Jacob? My favorite, just like cocktails or just like mixed drinks. Yeah, any. I mean, are you typically like a beer guy, or do you uh, do you go for the liquor? I've definitely become more acquired to like beer as I've gotten like farther into my drinking years. Yeah. Dude, honestly, beer, number one would be Miller, <laughs> for sure. Liquor would yeah. be Jim Beam, and then, like, mixed drink would probably be margarita. Hell yeah. I love a good margarita. I think my wife's down with that, too. Uh, I get a little snooty with my beer. Um, I, I typically drink, like, a higher-end IPA, if I can afford it at the time. But with the kids, I, I try to be smart about my budgeting. Like I said, I'm drinking a Steel Reserve right now. But uh, my favorite is Stone uh, Brewing Companies. They have a Arrogant Bastard. It's a real better IPA. It's one of my favorites. Most people would not like it. Uh, yeah, I'm not crazy about IPAs, but I've been definitely trying to experiment with like which beers I do like and which I don't, but... Jacob, have you tried any ciders? Angry Orchard was the first one that I like tried and fell in love with. Okay, um, 
go to Kroger. Uh, they only come in like a variety pack. They have like their seasonal packs, but get the variety pack. It's a uh, down east cider. I've been meaning to try those, and I've surprisingly never tried them before. Fucking do it, dude, because <laughs> it's unfiltered, and it is honestly way better than Angry Orchard or Reds. 100%, bro. Like, that is the best cider that I've ever had. Have you tried uh, Rheingeist's cider? Yes, and I think it's above that. Damn. I, uh, I'd have to agree with Austin as far as uh, being kind of a little bit of an alcohol snob. He had me try the Down East with, when I was with him one time, and I agree. As far as ciders go, that's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Had you tried their pumpkin cider before? Bro. Bro. The Down East pumpkin cider? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah, was yeah. it good? Oh, my fucking God, dude. It's fantastic. It's like my fucking favorite out of all of them. That's if I could get that shit year round. Like seriously, if I if I could get down east to uh, like sponsor the podcast, what I would ask from them, they don't have to give us any money. Just give me the pumpkin fucking shit year round is all I ask for. The way people get about the pumpkin spice latte at, at Starbucks, that's how we are with Down East. Like, that's our, our PSL of the of the year. <laughs> Dude, I got I'm uh, slacking on it. It tastes like, like a, a chai tea, but like beer form. Like a, it's, it's, it's like chai tea, but like a cider beer like form of it. Like, if you like chai tea, you'll fucking love the Down East like pumpkin shit. It's so fucking good, dude. I like I'm like I love your energy with it. My dick is hard right now. <laughs> like you guys can't see it, but my dick is hard right now just dude, thinking about that shit. And when they That's how because, I feel about Labat Blue. Now it's, it's, I'm like obsessed with it. It's only a fall that Canadian fucking beer. It's only a fall shit that they sell the pumpkin shit and like I hate that because then they like they were selling it at Kroger for a minute. Hey, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but Vic's gonna join us. You can keep going. I'm gonna let him in, though. Who's Vic? He, uh, hopped in on the chat. We were asking about his quarantine, so I'm gonna go ahead and let him connect. Oh, what up, Vic? Yeah, go ahead. How's it going, man? Hello? Hey! Hey, sorry. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. We can. Oh, awesome. clear, bud. Awesome. Uh, thanks for letting me in. Uh, I joined because I was really excited about the current conversation there's a beer that tastes like chai tea uh yeah, doubt it, it's only a fall uh like they do like a seasonal shit and it's only during the fall but down east cider um and you can look them up too like you can look up down east oh it's but, it's, a, it's a cider oh, that's cool too yes right. and i i'm a but, huge cider fan like the, i don't like drinking regular me, beer me, uh, well, I, I like beer, but I also love cider. But your description of that cider made me real excited about it. Down East. And I like I was talking about, like, I'm a I'm typically just a beer-only person. I, I don't stray too far into the ciders. Um, and when Austin had me try that, I was like, okay, I see exactly what you're talking about. This is fantastic. Yeah. If you don't I don't know, know if I can get it where I am. Where are you, where are you located well, at? 
I am nowhere near Ohio. <laughs> it uh, I live in Canada. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, awesome. Where at in Canada? Are you in BC? Ontario. Ontario. What up, dude? Hey, shout out, man. Thanks for listening to the fucking podcast, dude. Man, no worries. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Of course. Have you listened yeah. to any other episodes, or is this the first time? No, first time. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, you should definitely go back and listen to, like, other episodes and shit, but... Because this is, this is totally new to us, doing the live stuff. We normally don't <laughs> yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah, dude. How'd you, how'd you find us? Were you just, like, scrolling through Podbean or something? Well, yeah, no. So, normally, I like to... I like to participate in the live shows, and a lot of the time, the people come on these live shows, and they don't actually let people call in. So I, I'm looking, I'm looking for shows where people actually, you know, want the community to participate. So I'm really, that's, oh, I'm really, really happy. I'm really happy you let me call in. Of course, man. I'm, I'm fucking happy that you were excited to fucking join. Seriously. Well, but yeah, dude, for sure. Uh, I don't know about Canada and if uh, Down East is in Canada. Uh, I would look it up. I don't know what like local stores you have, but look for it in your local stores and see if they have. Um... Well, okay. What was uh, what was the name of the the uh, kind like the cider? It's like I said. I'm it's only, googling it right now. It's only during the fall though. It's like a seasonal uh, thing that they only have it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But but like, so, if I have the name, I might be able to find it in the story eventually. It's, they just call it Pumpkin Blend. Yeah. Yeah, it's available August through October. Oh, yeah, I got the name. All right. Yeah, but if you can find the Down East, bro, I love the Unfiltered. And fuck Angry Orchard and their Unfiltered. I tried that. It's not that good. If you're looking well, we for... Have, we, yeah, we have Angry Orchard here. It's It's okay. It's fine. If you, yeah, it's Ang- not, but Angry Orchard is also like kind of processed shit. If you're looking for like a real like unfiltered like cider, man, Down East is the way to go. And the only way that I found it is in like a variety pack, other than like their seasonal shit that they put out. So if you and their variety pack is awesome because it has their white blend, which is I think blended with like oranges i think they have their double blend which is like a 7.0 uh alcohol percentage and then they have their uh like regular blend which is like a 5.5 percent so i mean if you get the variety pack like you can get pretty fucking tipsy off of their regular <laughs> shit <laughs> it's awesome i fucking love no. down east dude I, I like to hear it. Like I just I just like try and like uh like like new things from new places and like there's not we don't have a like a big craft cider thing going on here. Like we have we have ciders but most of them are like the mass produced ones, so Yeah. So what uh, Vic, what have you been doing for quarantine, bro? Because you're in Canada. I don't know what the, the, the Canada kind of uh stigma is for this whole quarantine and like what have you guys been doing and how have you guys been handling it? Well, I guess it's kind of like uh, province to province. Um, in Ontario, we've had a state of emergency since the end of March. Uh, can't gather in groups more than five. 
Uh, most things are shut down except for like grocery stores and like you know the emergency services, yada yada. Hospitals. I don't know. Are you still on work, Vic, or no? Sorry. Oh, personally, personally, no, uh, uh, no, I don't. Uh, I'm working from home. Okay. Oh, well, that's what's up. At least you can still work from home, though. Uh, if you don't mind me asking, like, what do you do? Uh, accounting. Payroll. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, you can still kind of work from home. I mean, I. Oh yeah, it's, I, it's no problem. Yeah, I do construction for a uh, major bank in the United States. I, um, and we're like renovating a corporate office and a lot of like there's like 10,000 people that work in this corporate office and there's like maybe 20, 30 people from this corporate office that come in and work now uh and w- that's crazy. Us as us as construction workers that are renovating the place, like we're still working, you know, like. Mm-hmm. But it's a definite, like you can see that there's not ten thousand people that work there. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. And they're all they're all most of them are working from home and they can. So that's a good thing about like you guys or like accountants or people who work at a bank kind of setting, where as long as you have a computer at home, you can still work from home, you know. Hmm. Well, we do like the the sort of uh, business we work for is we're in like food industry, and mm. uh, so the company I work for uh, employs out, outside of the like the, the accounting department or whatever, like the higher administration, like their actual food service employees. They have about four hundred, and we've laid off since the beginning of this almost two hundred of them. Oh my gosh! Wow. But you're lucky to still be working, though. Oh yeah, for sure. But and a lot of these people took it willingly. Like they, they, we didn't even like say we need to lay you off. They're like, we want to be laid off. A lot of them, because um, they, you know, they're scared of the virus, as, as one may be. Uh, so, so thankfully, many of these layoffs are willing and and whatever. And our, our government's paying for seventy five percent of uh, wages. So the people who who stay or or choose not to be laid off, we can keep them on, even though we're not giving a lot of them hours, because we can just continue to pay them because the government's covering most of the cost. So, so that that kind of program is sim- is obviously a better or similar form to America's unemployment system. I'm sure you've heard that like a good 10 or more percent of the, the American population are on unemployment right now. And that the way we sign up through that is oh, through the government same. website. We're, we're the same. Yeah, uh, yeah. So have you, been, have you guys been having similar problems? Because uh, right now, even just getting through to the website every day for, I'm back at work right now. Um, but I was laid off for two weeks and I signed up for unemployment during that time. And for the first week of being off of my job, it was near impossible to get through to the unemployment website. Oh no, it's two clicks. Oh, okay, yeah, here here in America, um, oh, it's been a shit. giant problem. No, it, it's. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, it, it's a federal service, so I'm sure it's the same in other provinces. But at least what I've heard from other people here is that it's literally like you log into the. Most people already have an account with the government. And so you just log into your account and 
it's you you apply and then you click okay and then it tells you if you qualify or not because otherwise if you don't have an account you'd have to make one and in that process you'd give them all your information whatever but most people have one so it's just click click and then they tell you whether or not you have it and then within seven days you receive your money wow yeah that's 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 amazing i'm glad you guys uh have have that available to you um during the situation it's been yeah it's it's not it's it's it, you know it's, it's awesome for i i don't i don't qualify but it's really awesome for other people like it, it's a really really i'm happy I'm, I'm happy that, uh, we, it's 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 that simple no seriously and and like I've, I've heard i've heard a lot of praise for the system actually um that that it's like not like the, the website hasn't gone down and like it's that easy to just you know apply and qualify and learn whether you're not you qualify right away yeah, yeah it's yeah. like with us like where i work they were just like it, it's like because after i figured out everything they were just like i'm like super lucky to have a job because when they were just like my other coworkers were like yeah we pretty much have to stay open because like it takes like we literally were like trying to stay on the line for like almost a day straight and then like we couldn't get through and that's why I was just like, yeah, I'm really happy we are so open right now because I'm always I'm like, we're getting consistent pay. Yeah. So that's you know. terrible. Oh, who's moving around a lot? Oh, now it stopped. You swear. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was moving around a lot. It might have been me. I, I I will admit I was I was walking around for a second there. I just stopped. So it was probably me. It's okay, babe. You're our guest, so I can't be you. Austin's a huge audio stickler. <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. It's just a. a I apologize. Thing. I really should. I really should have muted for that. That's my fault. <laughs> no, it's all right. You're okay. Um, I actually I wanted to bring this up a little bit earlier, but we uh, Podbean just let me know that we have a uh, limit, and I knew this beforehand, but we technically should have stopped at two hours. And I think they have a weird glitch where whoever's hosting it can continue to go past that. So we're past the two-hour mark by about six minutes now, and people have to keep calling back in to connect, uh, depending on how long they've been on the podcast. So technically, we should end now. Uh, otherwise, it's going to keep kicking people out of the room. I mean, I joined back in, so... I let Jacob back Same. in as well. I just wanted to bring it up to the group to, to let you guys know. Okay, yeah. Well, you know what? Pod so, now, so now it just keeps automatically you. kicking people. Maybe. Yeah, if, if I you're continue, good, that's, that's, interesting. Hours, that's it. That's an interesting way of doing it. I, yeah, fair. It's fair. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love Podbean. So, from a from a Canadian standpoint of uh, what what is your view on America and like what's going on with us? Like what what do you like? What what is your view on the United States and like what we're doing compared to Canada? That's a really hard question. Really? Um, it's your opinion. Well, Just yeah. keep, keep that in mind. Yeah, you can say I, whatever you want. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm going off of like your opinion and shit. Like what? But also, at this point in time, I'm being an ambassador for your Canada, right? I mean, kinda. Like we're not Don't gonna have to look at it that. No, way. no, it's, no, nope. no, it, no. It's, it's not. No, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look at it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Nick, we've known you for less than like a half hour, but we fucking love you. Yeah, dude, seriously. 
So, so I think overall the the image of America in the eyes of Canadians is still very positive, at least for the people. And I'm sure you could see that. Um, the the American people are are obviously. I'm talking to you right now. We're just the same. We're the same kind of people who live in sort of kind of different countries a little bit, I guess. And and that's the way it is. However, opinions about American government sway drastically over here. Uh, I'd say I'd say over here. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's the same thing over here. It's kind of different though because like our our government clearly is not the same as yours, but we still have a lot of people here who see Donald Trump in the same light as as the people who see Donald Trump in the same light on your side, if you know yeah, what I yeah. mean. Yeah, but in what's yeah Yeah, but in what sense do you mean though? There are Canadian there are Canadians here that wish Donald Trump was um um Emperor of North America. Damn, that's honestly. Well, I mean. So, so do you agree with that? They, they, they wish they wish he was the leader of Mexico, uh, America, and Canada together. They just, you, they just wish he was the best. Do you agree with that? I'm just I'm just pointing out that the, those those Canadians exist. They are okay. a small faction of Canadians. However. I, I, what I'm trying to get at is that there there are people here who uh, appreciate America for your government, and there are people here who appreciate America for your people. It's just like the same thing with like people in America who like believe in like what Trudeau stands for, and like people who don't. It's just like every country or nation in the world. Trudeau is an interesting figure, though, uh, simply because he leans, sure. at least from a certain perspective in America. I mean, obviously, we're, we're biased in the way we view another country's leader. Um, but we tend to look at Trudeau as a left-leaning politician, maybe to an extreme for some <laughs> people in America. Well, I mean, uh, I mean he's like, he, he's definitely left. I mean, he's a liberal. Yeah, but the way the people who would support Trump here in America and think that he should be... Uh, king of king of the land also look at Trudeau as if he's the exact opposite of that so it's uh, interesting in the way that like there's people on both sides of the borders that have a polarizing view of the other country's leader regardless of which they're, side they're, they're on they're lucky we didn't get the judgment then because we had, we, had we had a dude in the NDP uh, who had a chance at winning the election, but screwed up. But yeah. um, we we could have had like an even further left government. It was it could have happened. That's uh, that's interesting to me, especially in the times we live in now, because a lot of world governments. Uh, you, I mean, you just look across the the global environment of politics right now, and a lot of things are leaning more right, uh, more towards like authoritarianism and populism, and just. Uh, just uh, cracking down on on the the rights of people, um, taking away freedoms for the ideas of safety, uh, just across the globe. Especially now that we're we're in a or in a global pandemic, I think that's been a, a giant worry of mine. Is uh, 
the American government or the Canadian government, it's more specifically America, though, um, passing laws and legislature that pulls back on freedoms and that we might not be able to gain back in the future. Oh, they do that here. It's 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 no different. It's just uh, it takes longer to happen here, but when it happens in the United States, it comes here eventually. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing for the the countries that are close to us, border wise, or even Australia, who who mirrors our politics um, often. It's We're like uh, America Junior. Like, like yeah, it's upsetting to me that we export the bad every, parts of our culture. Everything that you have have to like. I wouldn't say an extreme, but to a more broader sense, we like bring it down because we we came from the the more uh, British background, right? So right. Everything is a little bit more more thought through, whereas yours can just like if you have the sufficient government, can just fire right through and it's done. That's it. So the real question that I want to ask, though, is: uh, Do you speak any French or? After all that, grade seven. You said what? I took French till grade seven, so the answer is no. I don't really speak French. <laughs> Again, I'm just going off of Letterkenny, though. <laughs> right, right, right. Now that's what I was going to ask: is you joined slightly after we were talking about Letterkenny? Have you seen Letterkenny? No, I, I joined. I joined. I joined just before you were talking about. Oh, it. okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, so what you are so from Ontario, the which is where I, I, uh, yes. Sudbury is. Yeah, no shit. You no, yeah. <laughs> How accurate are some ask of the sayings an, in that ask show? An, ask an Ontarian if he knows what Sudbury is. Which, speaking of, I have to ask. I've heard some what, of the sayings. What's your favorite hockey team? If you are a hockey fan. Well, I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> it is, it, so Canadian. You're not. You're not gonna know. You're not gonna know. <laughs> because they're not. They're they're OHL. They're not NHL. It's the Pembroke Lumber Kings. I was gonna say. Oh, surprisingly, I, I don't know what they are. Do you want? Do you want my favorite NHL team? I, I'm sure that's that'd be more entertaining. You can say uh, both. Like your favorite overall is, team and your favorite NHL team too. Well, the, the the OHL teams are more are closer to my heart because it's more like from back home or whatever. The That's NHL fair, teams for sure. They're, they're good, the, the NHL teams could be made out of players from it, wherever. They they're not entirely Canadian or whatever, but uh, the Edmonton Oilers probably. That's a good one. I could definitely yeah. I mean, I'm a I definitely hockey like I don't like sports that much, but like hockey's definitely. I'm a huge hockey fan, and like I definitely respect the Oilers a, a ton for sure. So that's definitely yeah, a good I, one. I don't, I don't skate very well, and I don't play hockey, but you know, it's our, it's kind of our thing. So I, I pay a little attention <laughs> to it. Have you ever watched a Columbus Blue Jackets game? Probably not. No. <laughs> God damn it, Wes! God damn it, Wes! <laughs> <laughs> that's a local reference. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Pembroke. Okay. It's the uh, the Pembroke. What kings? I'm sorry. Lumber kings. Lumber kings. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, they're from from Pembroke, Ontario. They're a, a very very local team. However, okay. I think I think they do make the they do make the OHL and, and do okay there. I think. I mean, they're still an OHL team. I mean, that's still. I mean, you got to be good enough for that for sure. 
So Vic, I gotta ask you a question, man. Do you play yeah, do you play any video games? What is a video game? Alright, well that answer a game that like is like a motion picture that you can interact with physically that, on the screen? That answers my question. Never mind. Forget I ever asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do you play like Xbox or PS4 or PC or anything? Um I mean, I I play video games, so whatever platform. Well, I'm 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 asking because I play like PC games, so I was just wondering if you played any PC games. Yeah, sure. No, I played I played on every. I I can't say every platform because there's been some really fucking old ass platforms, but I played most of them. I mean, what about like recently? Like, what do you what do you play like now? I mean, have you do you play CS:GO at all? Oh, I've played CSGO. I think I have, like, seven hours, which isn't a lot, but... Uh, no, considering I have, like, over a thousand hours in CSGO, it's definitely not a lot. Let's just put put that out there. It's not a lot. No. No. What what I'm saying is, I I played a little bit. (laughs) He knows the basics. That's what he... Uh, no. Yeah, I know, I know, I know I'm not, I know I'm not very good at it. With CSGO, you can't play seven hours and know the basics. Let me put that. With literally, they're like, they have said that. I know. I know that when I I know that when I'm shooting, I gotta like shake my uh, mouse around to make sure that I'm aiming right. No, that's not the case. (laughs) That's 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 how that's how that's how CSGO works, right? No, and you gotta flip your knife around and look cool. No, there's spray patterns. You gotta learn the spray pattern. It takes you six months to even understand. The Nick, I love you. There, he, I is, I hate you. Is, is he I hate me? you. Is he gonna okay. Offer me, like like paid courses right now. I will. I will actually. I will teach you how to play CS:GO. It's all I play. It's the only thing that I play. It's the only thing I'm you good play, at. Did you play the battle royale? Did you like the battle royale? Uh, kinda. Not really. That's I kind of. I wanted to try it. I, fe- I felt like it, that was the one thing that would get me back into CSGO, and then I watched some people play it, and I was like... It's alright, but I'm I'm too uh, competitive. I can't not... You're too good. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm too good, I'm just... Nobody likes to show off, Austin. I, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm Nova 1, uh, <laughs> so I do have the Overwatch, and I've been doing that to to catch all them fucking cheaters out there. I've been fucking working on trying to get them uh, and get them out of here. But uh, I... Uh, fuck, fuck cheaters. I think we can all agree. Yeah, I've never been a cheater and never will be. So that's uh, my main thing. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I play different... I I'm an FPS racing person, so... I play Forza and shit, too. But well, I don't know. I was just asking... Racing I was just, I was just trying to ask him, you know, to see if you played anything, so maybe we could like hop on and play together. Who the fuck is running right now? Oh shit! This is me again. I'm sorry. I got mute my mic. <laughs> I keep doing this. I, I keep moving around. You guys can hear it. It's okay. We love you too much to hate you. I, I, you know what, Vic? He's right though. I really do love you, and I'm really glad that you fucking joined the stream, man. Dude, like, seriously, for somebody like. like Vic, for somebody like you to just be like, bro, I'm going to join this podcast that I've been listening to. Even if it's just like this podcast where it's just like, dude, you're supporting us. 
Yeah, seriously. And that's seriously, coming. Man. Whatever, man. You guys, you, you, you guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys are chill. I appreciate it. I don't know how to mute myself on this app, though. So without quitting without quitting the call. No, no, down in the bottom of the thing, you'll see like the little phone button, and it's like red. Click on that; it'll say mute, and then you can mute yourself. Oh, and I thought that would have ended the call. That's why I didn't do it when I took a piss earlier. No, so you can mute that. So you hit mute, and then after you're done, you click that again, and it'll come back up, and it'll say unmute, and then you can unmute yourself. Oh. Yeah. Look at me learning stuff. Is yeah. really making me question their fucking platform. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Uh, I... Uh, Vic, have you seen uh, Valorant, though? And what do you think of Valorant? Or has anybody else seen Valorant? And I have actually never even heard of it. That's the, the CSGO Overwatch clone, eh? Ah, exactly. Exactly, yes. It is literally Overwatch slash CSGO had a fucking baby. And there you go. And you get a game. That's the game that they came up with out of it. And the only way right now for you to be able to play the game is for you to have a Twitch account, connect your Riot Games uh, and your Twitch together, and then watch people that play the game that have the drops connected to it, and then you might get a drop. Literally everybody else in my group of friends that plays video games... So, like, Logan, Jacob, and Drew have all gotten Valorant keys, okay? And I have not gotten one. So I can't fucking play it. But everybody else that I normally play, like, CSGO with has fucking gotten it. Another thing that I've heard nothing but uh, all that about constantly for the past few days. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Wes. I am. (laughs) I really am sorry. I'm I'm, 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 uh, (laughs) not... Okay, just if I get if I get yeah. a Valorant code, you can have it. I will fucking take it. Just watch watch the Twitch stream. I I, I don't know if it we've works been looking way. for you, Vic. We've we've been waiting to find you. <laughs> yeah, we I have, don't know what you're, what are you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like what? you sound like a cult. Can we I are a cult. We act <laughs> actually speaking of which <laughs> go back and listen to Banana Cult. <laughs> The episode. Oh, is that the name of this whole fucking? Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. No, no, th- no. Uh, I was like, did I just join Banana Cult? Are they you cult? Did. Quite possibly. Little did you know. You, you oh might have. no. <laughs> do you do you have Spotify? Uh, no, I don't. Do you have? What do you have? Android or Apple? Got to have some sort of podcast An- app. I mean, he's An- got Android. Andro- Andro- Android. Okay. Oh so no, cool. I, do- I joined. I uh, I have Pod. Uh, oh no, sorry, Castbox. Oh wow! Castbox? Wait, Castbox has us on live streaming right now. No, I'm using you on Podbean. Okay, oh, okay, cool. I just got I just got Podbean because I heard that there were more people casting than on Castbox. Yeah, well, Podbean is our home. Yeah, I got Podbean tonight. Like, I just I was like, I heard there were some people. That's that amazing. I couldn't see on Castbox. Well, you can get all of our episodes on Podbean. So, like, please go back and listen to our fucking episodes and shit. Uh, but if you really, I if just, you really, I just, I just followed you, so I'll check it out. 
Hell yeah. I I appreciate it. I really do, man. I appreciate you fucking wanting to even join the live stream. Like, seriously. Again, and appreciate you having me. Of course. This, we this love is, you. This is what we love, dude. I mean, he's right, though. This is what we fucking love, is having, like, random fucking people. This is the whole point. that we, During this quarantine, this was the whole point of doing this, was so we could have somebody like you join in and fucking from canada it's amazing that we have the ability to do this i mean sitting in my home jacob sitting in your home and and austin and vic and my dad who's listening and off his phone and his house like it's crazy that even though we're all going through this together in separate locations that we can also be together and talk about all this stuff and have as a good much time, as i hate technology sure. yeah shout out technology for keeping us all together yeah no, right on. I have I have a weekly call with my family. I've been doing one regularly with a group of my friends. Like it, it's it's really really helpful to stay in contact with people. And like it's really cool that like you know I I, I was kind of bored, so I can just you know talk to some people in America if I fucking feel like it. You know, it's 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 dope. <laughs> one of us. One of us. One of us. No, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, no, no, I had, I had a serious question, though, um, Vic, do you smoke weed? <clears throat> or is this gonna, something, can, is, is, can, I, can I relay if, you, can I relay you, can I relay you a story? Of course. I mean, it's very, it's very, it's very brief, it's very brief that happened tonight, it's not very interesting, but it's a story. Okay, okay. So... Uh, I was rolling <laughs> a joint for myself. And, <laughs> so yes, so yes. And and, 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 and uh, hey, I'm not done my story. Hey, and and I've had, a, I've had a few, I've had a few beers. I had a few beers. I was playing some COD with my buddies, and I had signed off for the night. So I was just rolling a joint, and and you know I finished it. It took me a little while because I was a bit drunk, and I went to I went to the washroom, and then and then I left the washroom and I went to go outside to smoke the joint. The joint was gone. And I was like, what the fuck? How did I lose my joint? Anyway, I looked for it. Couldn't find it. So I rolled another one. Went out, smoked it. No big deal. I was like, whatever. I'll find it. Literally went to the washroom like, I don't know, 10 minutes ago while I was talking to you guys. I found it on the floor in the washroom. So I got another joint. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So you definitely smoke weed. (laughs) So what no, is... no, I rolled two two joints to not smoke them. So, so <laughs> I didn't is... hear him say he smoked any of them at any point. <laughs> what is what is it like in in Canada for weed? Like, uh, I guess the the social status of it. Uh, well, I mean, you know that it's like federally legal, right? Yeah. Yes, I do. I do know that. Yeah, so I fig- I figured you knew that. I'm just making sure. Um. Oh, trust me, I know that. I've been trying to fucking get me and my family and Wes and his family to decide to move to Canada just so we could smoke weed on a federal level. I'm not going to lie to you. Nah, 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 don't worry about it. Your, your country will catch up. I believe, well, I believe in America. Okay, so uh, what about I'm like... Still here. I believe yep. in America as well. well America about, is Canada's child. I don't know if you know this or not, but like, wh- what about... What about with, like, construction workers? Because I work construction, you know? So, like, can construction workers still smoke weed? Or is that still not allowed for them? Because it's it's federally on a job. 
Well, no, 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 no. But it's the same thing with alcohol. I can't drink alcohol on the job. You know what I mean? So. So, yeah. So, like, they get high at, like, 5 p.m. Let's say they get off at, like, 2 because they've been working since, I don't know, 3 or 4. Yeah. And then they smoke smoke a joint or two, go to bed, go up for, for another, like, 1 or 2 in the morning. Yeah, it'll be fine. I and think. You can't rip joints on the job site. I think maybe the okay, reason, but, Austin, but, you're confused but they, a little bit is because... No, but drug testing, but drug That's exactly what I was going to say. I think that might be the reason you're a little confused, is that there's a disparity in the difference between alcohol drug testing and weed drug testing. So it's Do not they, like if your foreman's like, oh, I just saw you smoke a joint, he can give you a breathalyzer to make sure you don't no. have THC in your system. Uh, no. No, I'm asking, do they drug test? If your for- in general, if your foreman saw you smoking a joint, he'd be like, "You can't fucking smoke weed. Go home." He's not going to give you a drug test or call the police. Wes, this is even more of a reason for me to fucking for us to move to Canada. <laughs> okay, I'm just yeah. Pointing so I think out that there. I think the reason that maybe Vic was confused initially though is that like the the reason you're asking the question is because weed is looked at so differently here in America than it is yeah. where in uh, Ontario or whatever province or federally legal oh, it's, in Canada. It's changed, it's changed it's changed so so much in just the I don't know it was legal since uh well it's been about a year now. So listen listen right now I'm 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 drinking, okay, and I gotta be up in three hours, literally. So I'm gonna wake Jesus up. Christ, I, I I can tell you right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, or in three hours, and I'm still gonna be somewhat tipsy, okay. And I'm gonna go to work, and I'm gonna work a ten-hour shift, all right. And nobody's gonna say a goddamn word to me, okay. So what's the difference between me fucking smoking weed right now, if I was, you know, and being high? Okay, and then going into work tomorrow, I didn't fucking smoke a joint before I went into work. I smoked the night before, but what's the fucking difference between me smoking weed the night before and drinking alcohol the night before? I'm not smoking on the job, and I might smoke after I get off work, but I'm not smoking on the job. Same thing as if I'm not drinking on the job, I'm drinking the night before, and I might drink after I get off work, but I'm not drinking on the job. It's the same fucking thing. I have an easy answer for you. Weed lasts in your system so much more than alcohol does. You cannot test for alcohol after like two to three days. Yeah, you're but, you're asking about drug testing. I don't, and I don't really know where that happens here. With with like with like construction work and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, but like they don't t- they don't drug test like nurses and doctors so i'm not sure why they would drug test construction workers if yes that's drug- what i was saying austin is that like there's just such a different they've handled it differently governmentally fundamentally than the way america's handled it from the start so we need to move to fucking canada it may no. We just need to continue to participate in the American government system and the way our electoral process works, so that we can change things from the ground up. Like we're no, we're already on anymore. the path. We're already on the path to make <laughs> weed federally legal. So there's no point in giving up now because like we're we're so close. I I it's think it'd be a like shame to just time. move to Canada. I don't think that it's gonna. I don't. I don't think that with America, it's gonna change that way though. It's what I'm saying. I I. I could be wrong, but I'm just saying. I don't think that with America it's going to change that way. 
Do you guys think you could live with someone who was uh, your political opposite? I, I absolutely. I, I don't know if I could live with them, but my <coughs> grandmother is somebody who constantly, when I talk to her, is like, "Why does everybody oh, I, hate I wanna, Trump?" I want to know. I want to know. I want to know if you could live with someone who is your political opposite. I have I'm doing that right time. now, unfortunately. I mean, in my opinion, so you know. Ah, oh, Jacob, how's that going? <laughs> Oh my god, every fucking day, dude, I have to deal with it. <sighs> I think that if you had if you had a basic understanding, like you like you've had that political talk and you're like, "Hey, these are my like you get to that point where you have that political talk and you're like, "These are the views that I have." And they're like, "Well, these are the views that I have." And you're like, "Well, I disagree with you, but we can agree to disagree." You can still be you can still be friends, but you can still be like, "Hey, I don't agree with your pro- political views but let's not let that get in the way of like our friendship you know like you vote the way that you want to vote and i'll vote the way that i want to vote so i brought i brought it up because that's like i'm doing that currently and i kind of like it like it's interesting it just yeah it just like adds to like that like it's very sorry i'm trying to like i can't i can't say i can't say i can say anything pretty much that i think without it being immediately contradicted so it's kind of like well, I mean, you I have, have like, have. it's just like everybody Constantly, has their own. I need to know. Sorry, Sorry it's like everybody has their own, like, opinion. Like, you're allowed to have your own opinion. At least, I mean, in my opinion. Like, you're allowed to yeah, do whatever but, you want. I, see, here's the difference, yeah, I agree. Is, is, I like, it, I like is, having it, like, constantly challenged. It's it's, nice. Yeah, and that's that's cool. As long as you have that understanding of, like, hey, we're going to have different opinions, but... We can have the different opinions on like what our political views are, but I that's not gonna that's not gonna contradict our friendship, you know. Like we can still be friends even though we have different political views. And like understanding that like it's all right for you to disagree with the way that I view politically, but we're still gonna be able to have a beer together or sit down and have a meal together you know what i mean like that's not gonna and i feel like that's a huge thing with politics that's become an issue where it's like if you don't agree with me then i can't be friends with you or i can't even fucking talk to you you know and it's separation separation is what's gonna make is what's gonna break us it like from a political standpoint and from a social standpoint, if you separate into two groups between, like, if we're talking about the United States and we're talking about, like, the left and the right, okay, the Democrats and the Republicans, they're already making, and I've talked about this before, that they're making a separation. We're separating each other from the get-go, and that's how we lose. Because if we separate each other, we're not going to be able to win, okay? We're not going to be able to agree on shit. You need to take that away. Okay, yes, we might have different views on different subjects, but there's so many variations of that that it's so crazy because you might be democratic, but yet you still might agree with some of the things that Republicans say. Same thing as if you're Republican, you might still agree with some of the things that that the Democrats say. You know what I mean? So it's like how can you really – there's so much of a gray area you can't be a fucking hard left or a hard right in my. Yeah, that's the the problem is that if 
if you're a Democrat and you start to agree with some of the things Republicans say or vice versa, is that the side that you're playing for will immediately label you the worst thing that that party can label you. And that's why everything's so polarizing in America right now is that we're not talking about the gray area that you're talking about. We're talking about just the extremes of both ends. Exactly. We're not we're not meeting each other in the middle, and that's a giant problem. It's just like you can have like people like it's well, kind of like centrism along the is bad too. Can be bad. Sorry, shouldn't, shouldn't say it is true. Bad. I mean, well, I mean, anything can be bad. Yeah, the middle's like, not always the answer. I, that's not what I meant to say by that. It's more that no. just like no, it, no, being just, able I, to I have the clarification. No, you're you're exactly right, and that's why I was clarifying more. Is that like it's it's not necessarily the middle that's the answer. It's more just coming together to have the conversation. Exactly. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it it's it, this is this is straight up like like ancient philosophy. It's about having a dialectic. It's it's about having a reasonable argument between people who are like on the same page. That we're coming here to have a reasonable discussion based on like evidence. And then, yeah, we might not be able to change each other's minds, but at least we can be civil about it and come to some kind of agreement, maybe. Like, that, the, the idea that an agreement can be reached has to be there. And that's gone. There, there's no, like, in politics now, like, an agreement is kind of like a, an iffy thing. It might happen if things are extreme enough, but probably won't. Like, that's crazy. There, there's no more, there's no more, like, coming to a common acceptance in politics. It's just, Somebody, it's my way. Some- or, or that's it. Somebody is going to end up getting fucked over in the end. Like, once one side is going to end up getting fucked over, it's not like both sides are going to... It's not like it's going to equal out. It's either one side is going to benefit from it or not. Or it's not going to happen. You know, I mean, even with, like, the the whole stimulus package that happened and how it almost... The whole stimulus package took a minute for us because there was a whole bunch of shit that one side of them put in there that they were trying to benefit for themselves and it some other shit still ended up getting passed like it's it, there's a whole bunch of fucking shit that just happens in general are you talking about are you talking about how Trump wanted his name put on the checks no oh is that thing? is that is that real is that that's real? 100% that, that is real that's oh, dude, 100% everything real. you hear about Trump is like 100% real unfortunately but that's not even what I'm talking about. And see, that's the crazy part. Is like, yes, you've heard about that, but that's not even what I'm talking about when it comes to, like, there's some shit that was put in there to where, like, the Republicans don't agree with what the Democrats were trying to put in there, and there's shit that's in there that the Democrats didn't agree with what the Republicans were putting in there. And then you got fucking Trump that's out there that's like, I want my fucking name to be on the goddamn checks that are sent out, and that's going to delay the amount of time that it takes for the checks to be sent out. On top of everything else that's just going on with the regular Senate and the fucking House of Representatives... There's so much fucking bullshit that happens in the normal fucking government that even Trump adds on to that shit. Where he's like, I want my I want my name to be on the fucking checks. The problem so is that that's the IRS, easy to think that that's real. The IRS and the right. the Treasury Department had all of that stuff set up to go out the next day, as in like they were ready to start printing paper checks for people to have available within the next few months. And the reason that got delayed was because Trump insisted that the day of, right before they were about to go to the press the next day, 
that uh, his name be put on them, even though it's not his money. It's the American taxpayer money that's being redistributed to everybody. My whole thing is you gotta like, know who? you gotta know who's who's whose name you're cashing. You know? Oh He's yeah, Daddy's sure. signing those checks. Is that what it is? Because I because what I thought about it was that like. Nobody is gonna keep those checks, you know. You're gonna you're gonna give it to the bank and you're gonna cash or you're gonna put it into your bank account, right? So you're not gonna be able to keep that that check. They keep that shit. So it's not oh, like yeah, that's why it's called a stimulus check. It's not like you're gonna be able to to cash a check and then and then keep it and then frame it up on your wall and you're gonna be like, Yeah, Trump fucking saved us when the coronavirus happened. No, and they then, expect you to spend that. When you're fucking 80 years old, you're going to have a framed fucking stimulus check that has Trump's name I think, on I it. Think it's more, I think it's more psychological than it is like a keepsake. It's like you see that name on that check, and even, even if you're totally opposite to Donald Trump, you're handing in a check with his motherfucking name on it, right? Yeah. Like exactly. it's, a power, it's a power move. I think you uh, – yes. I definitely think that that's where it's at and because – you're not going to be able to keep it. But that's the whole point with, like, what I'm saying is why does he need to put his name on it? Because he's such a narcissistic fucking asshole that he has to have his fucking name on that shit to let every single person that cashes that shit know that he's the one who gave it to you, even though he's not really the one who gave that shit to you. He just signed off on it. The Senate and the House of Representatives are the ones that made the bill, the stimulus check, the stimulus bill. They're the ones that came up with all the laws and everything else that they were going to put into it. Those are the ones that came up with it. They're the ones that voted on it. Yes, he has a say in it, but I doubt he read the 800 and something page stimulus bill that they came up with. He just fucking signs off on it. If somebody tells him that yes... You can sign off on this. You can do it. Then that's what he's going to do. Or they're going to be like, no, you shouldn't sign off for this. And that's what he's going to do. He does. He didn't read that whole shit. It, it doesn't matter whether he agrees with it or not. You know, he didn't fucking read the whole fucking thing. He doesn't know all the entire laws that happens with it. It's, it's a trend we've been seeing with him from the start. Is just anytime there's something good going on with the uh, the economy or just the way the public sees the administration... Uh, whether it be foreign policy or the way we're handling the border situation, it's he will immediately point to that and take credit, even if it's not something that he actually did. Even if it's a carryover from the Obama administration, for example, <sighs> the way the economy was doing a few months ago before the coronavirus hit. He's, he's taking credit for things that he can because that's all he's got in the moment. <laughs> because yeah, the rest I mean, of the stuff that you look at with our president is he's just a constant liar. And you're right, Austin, he's a narcissist. So when he does something good, or if something good happens, it's very easy for him to latch onto that, because the rest of it's very obviously bad. The only problem is we're just so polarized, and the media's so polarized, that they treat it like there's two sides to the whole story. Which, in some cases, yes, there is. But for the most part especially with the stimulus check thing and signing his name on it, it's obviously just a, a grab for a legacy that he's trying to... Like, he wants to be remembered as a great American politician. He, he doesn't want to be the worst president that ever existed. Obviously, that wasn't his goal. So he's trying to point to anything he can. But my whole thing is that, like, what I hate the most about everything is that we put all of 
we put this God complex onto this one person where like I feel like the majority of Americans think that the president is what makes all the laws. Like, yes, he has a say in the laws, but no, he doesn't. You know what I mean? Where, like, you have the House and the Senate who are either majority Republican or majority Democrat, and it changes throughout time, you know? And it's mostly about, like, what is going to make the president look as good as he fucking can? Why why do we have a fucking House and and, and a Senate if all you're going to put your faith into is the fucking president. For shits and giggles. Exactly. When the one person that the majority of America is going to believe in is whether the president is Democrat or Republican. Then why the fuck do we have a House of Representatives that should be half and half and a Senate that should be half and half? Well, it should be representative of the population. So, I mean, they, I, so shouldn't the population be half and half? I, I mean, mean, on I'm, a good I'm just, day. I'm just, I'm just saying. That's the like, way it's supposed to work. But oftentimes, what, it'll be cut into majorities, and exactly, oftentimes exactly. the way that that's cut up isn't fair. And that's and, a major with problem the, with the way American politics works. And I'm sure most world governments work is that corruption will slip in where it can. Uh, it's but just with the majority, right now, it's bad timing. But with the majority, they don't even look at the Senate or the House of Representatives. They straight just look at the president and what he decides. Yeah. And, and that's, that's not, not the way, way that it should fucking be run. run. That's not, not the way that it works. He just has a say on whether he can accept or decline based on what he thinks. So you're telling me that hold on. Let me let me let, let me let me look this up real quick. I want to just to be sure how many people live in the USA. 3300 and 28.2 million people live in the United States, okay? 328.2 million people live in the United States. You're telling me that that one fucking person that we have as our president is what you believe is what every is what 328.2 million people should believe in. No. No, that's not the fucking case. That's, that's why you have the like the, you can't the even, elections you, and shit. You you can't even get fucking fifty people into a room and have them all agree on one fucking subject, whatever the fuck that is that you want to put that subject on on them. I highly doubt that you can put fifty people in a fucking room to have them all agree on one fucking subject. So now you're telling me that you're gonna have one person that represents three three hundred and twenty eight point two million people? No. No. That's why we have a House of Representatives and it's why we have a Senate. If we focused more on our House and the Senate without the president, I feel like shit would shit would change. Because we would be more focused on the people that actually make the laws than that one fucking person that has somewhat of a say 
because yes, he can decline, but he's going to do what's best when it comes to the majority of what's in the House and the Senate. You know what I mean? So it, it, he's going to do whatever feels best is for him and then what's in the House and the Senate. So if, that, if, if the Senate and the House are mostly Republican and he's a Republican, then he's going to agree with whatever the fuck they say. He's not gonna. He's not gonna go back on that, because they know that he's that they are gonna back him. It's 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 too much shit to put on one person. I'm sorry. I'm no, so sorry. you're fine. I love you so much, Austin. We've gotten to the point Same. in the night at the end of the podcast <laughs> where Austin's too drunk, and we've talked for too long, <laughs> and we I'm lost heated. Vic. We lost I'm Vic. Heated. Vic. If you're still somehow here, we fucking love you, man. <laughs> we're, we're, Damn, we, we, have, did, we did lose him. I'm sorry. I lost him for us. It's my fault. It's okay. I think he got tired of hearing you say House and Senate over and over again. Probably. <laughs> no, you're, you're exactly right, Austin. And oftentimes when we record the podcast in person... We'll we'll do a three hour recording and then we'll go stand out on the balcony and bitch to each other about the administration for half an hour. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I yeah. have to go home because it's two in the morning. Um so I just being frustrated about all of this, especially during the coronavirus quarantine, is a feeling that I I, I fist bump more than ever on that. Oh yeah, that's how I feel for sure. Well, I guess elbow bump because the quarantine. <laughs> right. Well, we probably should uh, fucking end this shit. Yeah, yeah. It's we're about two fifty in. Jesus. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, Jacob. This is what we do. Right. <laughs> Jacob, thank you so much for joining in. Vic, thank you. For dude, no problem. Yeah, dude. Anytime you like want me to come on, just fucking hit me up on like Instagram or whatever. When this quarantine shit's over, I want to actually have you over, though. I'm down as fuck for that. Fuck yeah. You know, we'll hit you up. But yes. uh, make, make sure you guys check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we have a Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. You can check us out on all that. We have our own... Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> God damn it, dude! <laughs> I had to, to clear my throat. My bad. Uh, <laughs> dot com backslash bsftb or blue skies from the basement. And you can check out our uh, different products that we have there, and you can support us that way. I think merch is the word you're looking for. Merch. Thank you so much. We have our merch that way. Go buy Blue Guys from the Basement Bananas. I built yeah. what your local grocery store. That's limited. Exactly. You can call in or text us at 614-600-2056. Leave a voicemail or just text in. If you heard something on the fucking podcast that you want to add on to, then you can add on to that shit. So do that. Um, I can add something to that real quick. What's that? If you have a question, just be like, "Hey, where's Vic?" and we'll answer your questions for you. Yeah, we can. <laughs> we can fucking got you. Yo, that's <laughs> the new hashtag on every post I put everywhere. It's just hashtag Where's Vic? Where's Vic? Yes. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah, thank All you right, so boys, much, Jacob, for uh, joining us. Um. 
this was awesome. Dude, thank you guys for having me so much. It's been definitely a very good use of my time. So I appreciate it. I seriously fucking love you, man, and keep fucking scooting and booting. I love you too, bud. Keep skating and raising your family, right? Hell yeah, you already know I will, man. Yes. Also, thank you, Dad. You're the best. You're it. <laughs> thank you, Sean. Yes, thank you, Sean, for sitting here listening to this shit. And Austin, I love you. I I hate that we can't do this in person. And happy anniversary, dude. I hope Thank uh, you, man. you guys have a good day. Well, I'm going to be up in like two hours and go to work and then come home. And uh, I don't know. I might, depending on if Kroger sells flowers still or not, I'm going to bring her home some flowers and stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I fucking love you guys, and uh, have a good fucking night, and happy 420. Y'all happy too, 420, and happy y'all. 420 to the people that celebrate. Very diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Later. Peace. Goodbye.